Yes, sir. Time to crank up some big, some bottles, and some boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and we are bringing this old D-Stat style man large and in charge in the basement tonight, rocking the brand new Tower of Power with all the RGB lights, the 64 gigs of RAM, and all the hot test, high power goodness. Got to bring it strong, man, on this throwdown Thursday. Good times. But I tell you, we got a lot of stuff to get to with the divisional playoffs, NFL land, and uh, all the shenanigans with the Houston Astros and some sign-stealing, cheating junk going on. I swear to God, man, I feel like that's going to blow up and get so much worse before it gets much better. But we shall see. Anyway, I don't have everything fully rebuilt and redone on this new machine, so it's great to be recording on it. But uh, some of our playlists, or some of you know the playlists I usually make for the brew, uh, aren't quite there yet. You can thank a music library that's about 32,000 MP3s, and poor old Winamp just cannot process it. It crashes every single time. So, them's the breaks, but we'll make do as all that stuff gets rebuilt over time. But for right now, let's go ahead and get everybody in here so we can celebrate proper. Cause we, yo, we got some birthday love going on, man. Good times. First and foremost, that's right. I mentioned the old degenerate. Let's get old D-Set up in this piece. Yeah, you ready to hit, hit your cue, brother? Oh, yeah. There you go. All right, three, brew, and... Woo! <laughs> Darren, bro, that was strong, man. Is that because of that uh, that peanut butter whiskey? Uh, it might just be. Yeah, that's right. I haven't heard that in a long time, man. Talk about some peanut butter. Uh, was it peanut butter whiskey? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, I got I got to crank up the old school to dance a banana, man. Why not? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Good, good pull, good pull. Good, yeah, there it is. There it is. Quick Mets question for you. Sir. Um, are you ha – I don't know. They, they, they had to do it. They, I, mean, I mean, right. I mean, they didn't have a choice, did they? No. 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 I mean, it's, it, it sucks, but all of this sucks. It sucks for baseball. It sucks for everyone. It's just gross. And, um, yeah, it, it had to be done. You, you can't go through the season with speculation, with questions, with uh, fans questioning it, non-fans questioning it. Nah, I mean, Beltran – Cora, you know, Hinch, all of them had to go, and yeah, you're right. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. I think so. so. I, I think we're gonna we're gonna enter the territory where all where people are just throwing everybody else under the bus, and yep. all kinds of stuff's going to come out, and they're just going to have to investigate it and own it, and uh, they're going to have to clean this junk up, man. Uh, you know my sentiment, and that's I, I I mean I think most of us understand that sign stealing is a part of baseball, but there has to be a line that's drawn for how you do it, and uh, to me, I think I think it's fairly clear. Oh, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. What is that? Oh, I think uh, Jose Altuve might be coming by. Mm. Oh, let's buzz him in. <laughs> <laughs> now you know why I had the buzzer sound. <laughs> oh, there he is again. <laughs> Lowing inside, man. Lowing inside. Mm, yeah. Fastball. Yeah. <laughs> Fastball. Oh, everybody banging on drums, wearing buzzers. I, I mean, I don't even. It's just crazy. Oh man, is that is that just a rumor at this point, or is that has that been substantiated at all with the buzzers? I know that I know that story is getting traction, but I, where there's smoke, there's fire, in my opinion. Yeah, so well, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know when he walks across home plate and says, "Don't rip my jersey," don't rip my jersey. Off. And he runs through the tunnel. Yeah, it kind of makes a little sense now. Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot more sense than it did. That's for sure. Um, anyway, well, I guess look, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you into a classic. Because, you know, MLB is dropping bombs on everybody. So why not you? 
<laughs> That's right. Oh, Shannon, the Twitter Terminator McGuffin, brother. What's going on, man? Oh, man. I'm so looking forward to this Sunday, man. I'm Championship Sunday. Uh, I think we're going to see two good games. I love what Tennessee brings to the table against Kansas City. Oh, I mean, yeah. on paper, Kansas City should roll them up. Maybe. Oh, by, the, by, by the way, Justin. Yes. You miss it. Tonight, they actually played tonight. And Tennessee blocked a field goal at the buzzer to actually Whoa. beat Kansas City. Did somebody tell Todd? <laughs> Did somebody tell Todd? I'm just saying. <laughs> he's he's, he's going to get confused, man. He's going to be like, wait, is it week 10 game, divisional playoff, I mean, uh, AFC championship game? I don't know which one to watch. What's going on? <laughs> uh, we won't let him live that one down. No. So no. Sorry, Todd, man. That's an all-timer, bro. <laughs> It is. That's awesome. I can't, I'm actually, I can't I'm wait for his up. text updates about the game. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, man, I, I'm really looking forward to Sunday. I, I, Tennessee has the formula to beat Kansas City. I don't know if they can pull it off, but the formula, keep Mahomes on the sideline, milk the clock, and run the ball. And play right. solid defense. Look, man, I mean, solid defense. Um, number one rusher in the league. Moxie. Um, situational football. Situational too. football. That yeah. Comes from the hoodie. And, you know, New England's always played situational yeah. football pretty well. And Tennessee has done that these first two games. So we'll see how it goes this week against Kansas City. But I, I do like what they're doing. Oh, Kansas City has their work cut out for them, man. Actually, I think. Uh, well, let's be fair. Green Bay definitely got their work cut out for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, oh, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, I, I'm still a believer in Kansas City, and I'd like to think they could they could square this away. Uh, but I think anybody that discounts the Titans is making a gigantic mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just they have different ways to win. And I know I've seen people nitpick, oh, yeah, Tannehill hasn't done anything. Bro. He hasn't had to. He hasn't had to do but so much, but when he's had to do stuff, he's been effective, whether he runs for a first down, whether he's running for a touchdown, and Derrick Henry's passing for a touchdown. Nice troll job with that stuff, guys. I mean, they've been effective and efficient. And just because it's not pretty, so what? This is playoff football, dude. It's one game. You get the W however you got to get the W. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think you have to give the Titans some serious kudos. I know that they may not be the sexiest pick for the networks going, man, I can't wait for the Titans Super Bowl if they happen to get in. But if they get in and take out the Patriots and take out the Ravens and take out the Chiefs, Bruh. I mean, God bless. That is an incredible Bruh. run. There, there's a lot of football left to be played from a playoff standpoint. You got two games, man, but do not discount the Titans. And I think it's funny. You gave me grief the other week for not, for having not seen Remember the Titans, and then I watched that. And, I mean, they're just, you know, I'm like, I had to look up, like, the highlights where the, the Tennessee Titans actually did, like, the dance from that. I kind of laughed. Uh, I had good times with it. it that, was, that was a fun movie. You know? It's such a good movie. I enjoyed it. And, yeah. and it holds up, man. It really it does, does it, hold up. Yeah, it was cool. So thanks for the recommendation. Yes, sir. And uh, I, I was telling uh, one of my coworkers about, you know, having to watch Remember the Titans. And he made some reference to Scarface. I'm like, haven't watched that either, man. And I've seen parts of it. I, I mean, I'm not, unf- you know what I mean? Like, I'm at least familiar with the movie. I've just never actually watched the whole thing. 
So he seemed uh, uh, more offended than you did over Remember the Titans. And so anyway, I was like, man, I, I looked for it on a streaming service. I can't find it. He brought me the DVD. So I'm going to watch that at some point, and I'll get that back to him. So I will have seen Scarface and seen Remember the Titans. We'll get that done. So, so that you are capable of you know, watching stuff on a you know, DVD or Blu-ray in, in a timely fashion and then you know, returning it. Yeah, just not Fargo. <laughs> just not... Just not just Fargo, not, man. Movies just not, not great, great TV shows. No, I got you. No, okay. no. Just check. He'll just watch Fargo in the summer. I, I will. <laughs> somebody watch. You know, look. Somebody watched Fargo. It just wasn't me. <laughs> anyway, you hear him giggling. That's right. Oh, giggity guys, let's get you in here. Let me see. Where's your song at? Ah, heck. We'll just go with this, man. <laughs> that works. Good enough. A little shine down, man. Brother, Mr. 49ers fan, my God, you got to be happy after last week. Uh, just a tad bit. Yeah. Just a tad bit. Defense showing up strong. Bosa being okay. By the way, man, what was up with that? I mean, do you think that was legit or was that like a little, I just need a breather for a second. Let me get up and like flex out for everybody. He seemed to rally up pretty quick. Honestly, it probably was just all for show. Yeah. I, I don't know. I did. That's how it feels based on how he reacted when he got yeah. up. I mean, if he had just gotten up and walked to the <laughs> sideline, I'd been say that's legit. But trying to, you know, pull the Hulk Hogan and Hulk out, essentially get the crowd even more pumped. That's that's got to be all show, bro. That dude is that dude is so jacked. <laughs> I mean, my God, that dude is jacked. Woo, oh, man. Who's he think is Rod Tidwell? But I will say I, I expected more out of Minnesota. And I think a lot of that is, you know, you have some familiarity, obviously, with Shanahan and Cousins, but Cousins did not have a good game, clearly. I, I don't know. I, I thought they would play better than they did, uh, but I think you, it, this is just one where you, ha- you you realize when you watch that game, it wasn't necessarily sexy football, but it was good football. Uh, what did they run the ball, 47 times, 49 times? I mean, it was crazy. Um uh, yeah, I mean, they brought the hammer, man. And Minnesota just, I mean, they pounded them. They just, pfft, they were done, son. They were done. Uh, that was defense. That was that was top down all across the board, all across the field, up and down, whatever you want to say it, phrase it, frame it, whatever you want to, whatever you want to say, bro. The 49ers were clearly a better team, and they demonstrated that uh, versus Minnesota. So uh, good on them. And uh, we get we get the rematch, man. Green Bay. San Fran, NFC Championship game. Uh, obviously, I know you're taking the 49ers. I think most people are going uh, Of course. I think most people are going to, <laughs> uh, especially given uh, given the debacle that was Week 10. But we'll get more into that in a second or in a few minutes as we uh, chit-chat over to playoff games. Uh, you know, what the hell, man? Talking about all, all these rushing yards, I guess we might as well uh, give a RIP and a little love to Rush. Let's bring in old Whitfield. Little subdivisions. Sir, how you doing, brother? I'm doing all right. I'm cautiously optimistic about this weekend. Yeah, I'm not gloating. I'm not, you know. <laughs> I don't think you can gloat going into the San Fran game. <laughs> well, you know, I gloat anyway. But yeah, I know. I'm actually cautiously optimistic. They've been a different defense since that Week Ten debacle. Yeah, it was a debacle. Well, they haven't lost since that game, right? No. Yeah. Which is good, but you know they gave they had a little scare against the Lions. That that was not exactly awe-inspiring football, but that's okay. That's okay. 
Hey, man. I know. They kind of dialed it in. Yeah. yeah, Some level with the lines. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, like the 49ers look like they're like playoff football, right? The Titans are clearly playing playoff football. The Chiefs had a little bit of a scare early against the Texans, and then they dialed it in, dialed it up, and just kicked their ass up and down the damn field. Uh, Green Bay just hasn't instilled a ton of confidence. They had a good first half. And then they got it done in the second half, but I mean, Seattle was a, <laughs> like a play or two away from, you know, oh, yeah. you know, trying to take that game away from them. So I'm glad that obviously, you know, the fan of me is happy, but um, I'm glad that they were able to hold on. I mean, if there have been another five minutes. I, I would have, I would have, might have gotten a little bit worried at that point. Yeah, but it seems like they were able to get to uh, Russell when it counted as uh, Smith boys. Yeah, so, yeah. That's my- you know, again, man, at the end of the day, what you want is the W, right? Yeah. Survive in advance. And if you find a way to do that, however the hell you have to hold on, whether you dominate the hell out of somebody and beat their ass or you just hold on by the skin of your teeth and get through, that's what you got to do. Well, you know? I think also, I mean, Aaron's going, I mean, they said, Aaron, I, I take the win over stats any day. And I don't think we've had to see Aaron have to put that team on his back and truly have to go retro last season, 300, 400 yards. And I think he might have to pull that one out of his out of his ass this week and make it work. But well, he, he's of, definitely going to have to be better than he was last time. He only threw for what a well, hundred yards, hundred four. I mean, <laughs> keep in mind that was a dumpster that, fire. Well, yeah, it was a dumpster fire. But they San Francisco got up on him relatively quickly. Yes, and they kind of like. All right, we're not going to win this game, and I, I, I think. Um, and don't give me that, that dude. Don't, don't give well, me that that they well, that no, they no, no. that they I mailed mean, it no, in like a quarter into the freaking game. Well, had, well, wait a second. You had the fumble. You had the interception, and you had another short field. So they were down twenty-one to twenty-one points within. I think it was like five or six minutes. Did that stop? The game. D- dude, did that stop Kansas City? No. Thank you. No. All right. So if you're going to tell me that, look, I lo- I love Rogers, man. But you can't tell me somebody that's had his career that should be, you know, a first battle Hall of Famer when he's done. Yeah. It's like, I mean, all right, that's it, man. We're down I mean, twenty-one nothing. This game's over. Bye. I mean, the 49ers got up on them and and just they beat their ass. They beat their ass. Okay. And, and, and at some, at, yeah, at, at some point in the game they're gonna mail it in. But you can't. I don't. I certainly don't think that in the first quarter. I just think the 49ers had their number in that game. Anyway, I think they did too. Well, they did. And I, I think it's realistic to say if the if the Packers show up the same way they did in Week Ten this weekend, they're going to get rolled oh, again. Yeah. Um, I, agree. I mean the 40, the 49ers, and Randy, you can certainly you know expand on this. That front four they have gives them the ability to play so many different kinds of defensive. They want to drop people back, they can. They want to blitz, they can. You know they don't they don't need to bring everybody to collapse a pocket to, to get pressure on a quarterback. You know, Green Bay has to have a better plan of attack here. I hope that Devontae Adams is productive. I hope that Jones is productive. They're going to have to be. And certainly Aaron Rodgers has to do a hell of a lot more than he did. So this is going to be scheme. It's going to be play calling. It's going to be execution. And they sure as hell can't make stupid mistakes. Stupid mistakes are what cost the, are what really cost the Vikings an opportunity to have any kind of shot in that game. You cannot, get, you cannot turn the ball over and give the 49ers short fields. They're too good on both sides of the ball. They can run like a mofo. What did they have? Like eight straight runs at one point. Rand, do you remember? I, I think uh, there was one. There was, I think it was after uh, Garoppolo threw a pick, and the four dollars actually is twelve straight runs. Was it twelve? I mean, it, you know, I mean, God bless, dude. It's ridiculous. So 
the Packers have their work cut out for them. They really do. I tell you what. Tell you what, let's clean up. Let's clean up a couple of things with Packers, Seahawks, 49ers, Vikings, um, and then we we can talk about that stuff because we, we have a lot to get to. <laughs> My God, let's flip a coin. We want to go Packers, Seahawks first, Vikings, four, uh, uh, Vikings, 49ers first. Packers. Since you're already talking Packers, I say go ahead and talk Packers. All right, let's, let's not this one out. Uh, just the more interesting game of the two. Well, yes, uh, I, I, I the 49ers, Vikings. Given the we had some really compelling games on over this weekend, that was really compelling. If you're a 49ers fan, but if you were a casual person watching that, you you looked at that and was like, "Not, nah, sorry, bro. <laughs> Vikings are done, son." But that that that's football, brother. Look, Seattle was eight and one on the road this season. The Packers have been seven and one at home. Uh, obviously, it, it held the form. Packers won, uh, which I, obviously I'm happy about. But that was a little bit of a statement game. And Seattle's not Seattle's not a pushover. And that's a team with Russell Wilson. They they got a lot of guts, man. And given all the injuries and the issues they have had this year, number one, I, I'm I'm certainly thrilled that we got to see a little bit more Marshawn Lynch. I love that guy. I, I just I love that dude. He has he has a great post game presser. I'll play a clip from that in a minute. Uh, but Green Bay had a strong start, man. Uh, Open up with a uh, with a drive. They capped it off with a 20 yard touchdown from Rodgers to Devontae Adams to go up seven nothing. Uh, and then you know in the second quarter. Jones punched it in on a third and goal uh, from the one. It was fourteen to three, and they they closed out the first half with another another touchdown drive, uh, capped off with a third and goal run from Jones. I mean, they had a twenty-one to three lead. That was great. Uh, that was the twenty-first touchdown of the season for Jones. By the way, one behind Amon Green. I can't believe that was two thousand three. Side Holy note: two thousand three, dude, uh, for the most touchdowns in a season, obviously including the playoffs in Packers history. But again, with Seattle, and I think a lot of this is, is a major credit to the kind of person and the kind of player that Russell Wilson is, they just kept finding a way to get back in the game, whether he was scrambling, whether he was picking up yards on the ground, whether he was throwing some stuff to you know, Metcalf. Um, <laughs> just, you know, I mean, Russell Wilson, I think if you appreciate clutch football in a team that does not give up, uh, even if you don't like them, you have to respect them. Um, Russell Wilson is the undertaker of the NFL, dude. He just doesn't die. You know what? I think that's a I think that's an on point analogy. He's a little friendlier, I think, <laughs> than the undertaker. Yeah, he's a lot friendlier, but, but yeah, I mean that dude. Like you can never count no. them out. I would, no. I know Seattle fans wish they would get off to better starts, mm-hmm. but like it, it feels like every like. San Diego and Seattle are very similar, except Seattle wins more games at the end. San Diego finds way, or San Diego, L.A. Chargers. The Chargers. Just, just call them the Chargers, dude. It's what you have to do. <laughs> the Philip Rivers experiment finds ways to lose. Yeah. But Russell, man, I mean, that dude, you just can never count those guys out. No. So in the third quarter, he's scrambling to pick up some stuff, uh, pick, you know, getting chunk gains. They get down near the goal line. They have a fourth and one. Of course, you bring in Marshawn Lynch, so you can sell the play. Even though Lynch isn't the same player that he was, clearly. I mean, he's obviously a little advanced age-wise for a running back. But you still have to respect what he can do, particularly in short yardage. So they had a fourth and one. They did play action. Tyler Lockett gets into the goal line. And then Marshawn Lynch punched it in on first and goal. So it gets... It, it's it's twenty one ten. You go, eh, that's okay. Jimmy Graham had a nice game, by the way. Picked up some serious third down conversions. Obviously, finished the game off with a a pretty huge conversion as well. Uh, but I loved that. I love that Devonte Adams touchdown where uh, I think it was about forty yards. But 
Uh, Rodgers chucks it to him. He brings it in. He stops, turns, and just hauls off to the end zone with a little shake and bake, man. You get to 28-10. You're still feeling pretty good if you're a Packers fan. But Russell Wilson and the Seahawks just keep coming, dude. He picks up 25 yards on the ground. They're driving, running around. He hits Lockman in the end zone for a touchdown, 28-17. And the Seahawks just keep coming, man. They drive inside the five. And Marshawn Lynch had what I consider, even though he's not the same player he was, he had a very Marshawn Lynch run on second and goal. Just kept those legs pumping, grinded out that touchdown. And here we are. It's 28-23 after a failed two-point conversion. But... Again, I think you, you give Seattle credit. You give Seattle credit for guts, guile, moxie, and heart. Uh, but I'm thankful that Green Bay was able to hold on to that. You know, they, they did that with – and the Green Bay did it with a, a couple of pretty clutch third-down conversions, a third and eight to Devontae Adams, a third and nine. Um, that's when he hit Jimmy Graham, who, yeah, stumbling, bumbling. I know people were bitching about, you know, did he get it? Did he pick it up? That was really close. Now, the yellow line was not – which is not official. People forget that. Was not <laughs> – totally on point with where it should have been for the first it down. was like a yard off it, it was off it was off so you know when you first watched it you go that, that, he's got there's a pretty big gap there how do you get the ball up there man um but i do think he was close to the official line which is not was not the yellow in the game i think jimmy graham was very close but because they ruled that you know what i mean i, I don't think they were going to over i think it was close enough they couldn't overturn it no so is it a tough call yes it is is it is it a Maybe a bit of a bad break for the Seahawks, sure. Um, but, I, you know, they had some opportunities, and that's just one where Green Bay stepped up when they had to at the end of the game, sealed the deal, got it done. Uh, Devontae Adams, by the way, 160 receiving yards, which was a which is a Packers postseason record. All eight of his completions, by the way, went for first downs. Two touchdowns as well. Um, <laughs> and SVP was uh, chatting with uh, Devontae, and I, I don't know when he said it, but as SVP brought it back up, uh, uh, at some point, Devontae Adams said something about wash your hands, wash your butt. <laughs> I <laughs> so, heard that. Yeah, so, solid advice for new dads and all. And solid advice for everybody. But, you know, I don't know that I don't know that you can say Seattle got hosed on that call. If the yellow line had been correct, I would say they would have gotten hosed. But Man, uh, it you, wasn't. You got 59 plus other minutes in the game. You, you can't w- let one play define you. Sorry. Well, you, I mean that's just a, can't. that's a game ender. But I you know, I don't I don't know that I view that as something where it was so egregious that you're going to be up in arms. Uh, and I think, honestly, Green Bay would have gone for it on fourth down anyway. And they would have gotten it. Probably would have gotten the first down. It wouldn't have mattered. Random fun factoid. <clears throat> conference championship games where both teams were below 500 in the previous season. Obviously, we're going to get 49ers and Packers this year. Can anybody guess one of the others? There's not many. Um, Again, is it recent? In our lifetimes. In our lifetimes. <laughs> in our lifetimes. Conference championship. Yeah, conference championship games where both teams were below 500 in the prior season. Rams, Bucks. Nope. No. I like to guess though. Hmm. Patriots, Steelers. Patriots are. That's one of the teams. Ninety six. Okay. Think expansion. Oh, Patriots, uh, Jags, Patriots, Battles. Jaguars. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. then I don't, I don't think anybody's going to guess this one, but Bengals and Bills in 1988. Oh wow! But I figured, yeah. I figured somebody yeah. would latch on to Pat's Jags in '96. But you know, uh, and, isn't that the year that uh, Jacksonville went up to Denver and upset Denver at Denver? I'd have to look back. It could be. I think that was the year because that was right before like Elway went and got the two Super Bowls. I think that was like the 
the jump start to that um, back to back for Denver. They just blew that one and got pissed off and yeah. went ahead and won two more Super Bowls. So, yeah, yeah I think that was it. Coughlin was the coach for Jacksonville. Mark Brunel was the quarterback. Good old Brunel, buddy. Yeah. Fun quarterback. Uh, don't trust him for real estate investment advice. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> don't trust him for that. <laughs> I trust him for real estate about as much as I trust Ja Rule for tax advice. Did you see, did you see, that, did you see that tweet that he sent out getting, trying to get people to come in to do taxes somewhere? I was like, nah, man. No, nah. um, God, what was it? <laughs> Some sort of music festival or something he did? Oh, a fire, the fire fest a festival? Yeah, yeah, the total dumpster fire disaster. Yeah, no, that that that's the stuff of of legend. That's legendary fail. <laughs> yeah, no, don't don't do not take take tax advice or take tax recommendations from Ja Rule. Bad move. <laughs> Bad move. <laughs> you know who you should take advice from though? NFL players, young guys. You need to listen to Marshawn Lynch. Actually, I don't know if you guys heard this. I love this in the post game. And, you know, oh, yeah. and, and again, yeah. I'm going to readily admit, like there's there's players that even though I'm not necessarily a fan of their team, I root for those players, and I've enjoyed their careers. And like I would totally rock, like I would totally rock a Gronk jersey. I loved that guy. I would totally rock a Marshawn Lynch jersey. Love that guy. But I love this in the post game talking about players, you know, taking care of their money and being and setting themselves up for retirement. In in the way only Marshawn Lynch could do it this way. Now, I done been on the other side of a retirement, and it's good when you get over there and you can do what the f*** you want to. So I tell y'all right now while y'all in it, take care of y'all bread. So when y'all done, you go ahead and take care of yourself. So while y'all at it right now, take care of y'all bodies. You know what I mean? Don't take care of y'all chicken. You feel me? Don't take care of y'all mentals because, look, we ain't lasting that long. Um. You know, I had a couple of players that I played with that, you know what I mean, they no longer here no more. They no longer. So, I mean, you feel me? Start taking care of y'all mentals, y'all bodies, and y'all chicken for when y'all, you know, ready to walk away. You walk away, and you be able to do what you want to do. But I appreciate it. Thank y'all. I have a good day. Is that the longest post-game press conference he's ever given? <laughs> I mean, it's the most articulate. Probably, <laughs> dude. I mean, that's like Godfather Marshawn Lynch, like giving great advice. I mean, for Marshawn, I mean, right. you know, I'm not. I'm here just so I don't get fined. Yeah, I mean, I'm it, not it, saying that Marshawn Lynch is the most. Yeah, I'm not saying he's the most loquacious individual in, in the NFL, but he. Ha- I love him, man. But you know, I mean, he's right though. You gotta he take is. care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, for those young guys, I mean, of course, we were watching that. Uh, what was that bar rescue with Marshawn? Yeah, 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 the bar rescue. Yeah, he's getting in that dude's face. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and I, I loved in the post game. He's he, right though. He's a hundred percent right. You he got, is. Like these players. I mean, and Antonio Brown is a prime example. Like we were chatting the other day. Like that dude's gonna be broke. Mark. Here. Mark, what's the over under and how many years it takes AB to be broke? Oh God, <laughs> one and a half. Is one that? And well, if he keeps making uh, terrible music videos like he made the other day, oh my God, that one throwing bags of dicks at his baby mama. Yeah, um, throwing yeah. bags Ooh. of dicks at people. It's a it's a bad it's a bad look, man. It's a mm-hmm. bad look. That's really bad. Yeah. Like that, Drew Rosenhaus dropped him. 
That's what I was going to say. It's like a conditional termination. He's got to check himself up into uh, into some kind of therapy if he wants to stick with Rosenhaus. Yeah. Yeah, here you go. Here you if you haven't heard this, by the way, I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'll just play a part of it. But, uh, yeah, AB, whole lot of money. Here you go. That's about that's about the extent of that video, by the way. That was a serious vanity project. I have no idea what he spent on that. I have no brutal. idea what he spent on that, but it, 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 uh, he could have he could have bought a lot of bags of dicks for what he spent for that thing. <laughs> But that, Change the name of that thing to a whole lot of auto-tune, because that's exactly all he that oh, was, I'm really. I'm sure. Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> I'm sure it's crazy. You know, they had to do all that stuff to get him to get his vocals right. But that, he's just off the rails, man. He's off the rails. And it, it really is a shame. It, I mean, it, he's, you know, I, I think in, in five years or ten years, whatever, because <laughs> it, it feels like that dude's going to have a bad end, man. It just feels like that dude's going to have a real bad end. You know, if he never <clears> plays another snap in the NFL – as we get down the road, yeah, I think people no, will look shot. back and they're just going to be like, what a waste, man. What a waste. No, shot. At, at this point, with what he's done, I look, unless he does some serious PR and, and shows that he actually cares and apologizes and does some things, I mean, I, I, I can't see him getting back to the league. Um, there are teams who would sign him, but I, you know, I, I think absolutely teams would roll the dice. But the, you have the suspension stuff. You can't, you, you can't figure out if he's going to go crazy or do something stupid. You can't, you can't trust the guy. I mean, if the Patriots sign you and then release you, well, you're pretty much done. Had it not been for the incident, all that stuff bubbling up, I mean, he would have been on that roster the rest of the year. And honestly, I think that that would have been a good environment for him. I, I think yeah. he, you know, I think he would have. At least for the duration of the season, I think he would have been a, a solid contributor. But you know, it didn't happen. It didn't work out, and he melted down. And that's life. But I, I just, you know, I, I worry for like with him. It's going to be one of these things where you just hope it, he doesn't take his own life early, or something really awful happen, or he does something really stupidly terrible to somebody else, and get. I, it, you just feel like he's got a bad end waiting for him. You know what I mean? And he's just running to it with shitty videos. And bad decisions and bags of dicks, and it's just, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, we're yeah. just, we're just gonna queue up, you know, the Titanic for AB's career, you know, it's just awful. Anyway, that's a tangent we don't really need to go down. I mean, even with that auto tune, you really sound like he was saying, "Man, my feet are burning." Man, my feet are burning. <laughs> my feet are burning. Nice. Yeah, no, I can see that. I, I can see that. I like, I like to pull. I like to reference. That's solid. That's solid. Yeah, I'll give you credit, man, for a second. Look at Whitfield coming in with a I good know. one, man. For a second, man. I thought we were going to go, like, Chewbacca. You know, on Whitfield some... coming in there yeah. with a good burn. Not and not the, not the good one for AB, but, you know. <laughs> well. Mm, 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 mm. Anywho, I think we got slightly off tangent there. Um, <laughs> a little bit. Us? Yeah, the a little bit. The sports group gets uh, off tangent. Uh, yeah, I know. Not terribly so. Just but, uh, a bit outside. Just a bit outside, but yeah. Well, I had to play. Oh, eight. did the buzzer go off? <laughs> and we can get it. I was that. We can get it. You want it? You want it? You got it. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Check swing. I'm tight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, anywho. All right. I guess, Randy, any other... Actually, let's back that up. I was getting ready to jump forward in, into the <laughs> Uh-oh. 49ers thing. Uh-oh. Well, you know, I, 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 I was going to... What? <laughs> yeah, back, I don't, sorry, man. I got to rebuild the music library, bro. Sorry. Uh, uh-huh. uh, hey, you want that? I can look it up real quick. Kirk Cousins, he likes that because he doesn't want his game to be talked about. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There it is. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, Randy, actually, you know what? Let's do this. Just out of curiosity, we'll get to the 49ers game in a second, but any, I don't know, quick kind of reacts or anything from what the Packers did, and I don't know, I would imagine you're you're not worried about them. I wouldn't think so, but that might just be the fan in you. Are you worried about any excessive hubris or, you know, hey, we beat their ass before? I mean... <laughs> And by the well, way, by the way, we need a sponsorship with Brawny Paper Towels because God bless if you don't look like a lumberjack <laughs> with that beard. Are you doing a 40 honors playoff beard? What is going on, man? That's part of it. The other part of it is uh, weight loss goal. So once I hit it, then I'll shave that sort of thing. All right. So. Let's stay strong, brother. But uh, yeah, yeah. back to the question of hand. I mean, I guess so. Kind of, a a couple things. I was watching the game. I was worried to a degree because I'm honestly I was like that's what I said last week like just please beat the Seahawks please <laughs> knock them out I don't want to see them again <laughs> it's just, it's one of those it's one of those game matchups that when you think about it the teams know each other so well and because it's a division yes. and th- there's it there's just it can go either way and we've seen what the Seahawks and Niners did during the regular season how it basically came down to the, pretty much the end of the game it was the proverbial times. game of inches with that one Mm-hmm. So I was happy there. The one thing that I did notice is that the Packers did literally what they normally had done most of the season is mm-hmm. it was a game of a it was like the they played a half. If that's what it felt like, either they they offensively the the first half they were tearing it up, and then it really slowed down after the adjustments were made by the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, Russell Wilson decided to go, I'm going to go Hercules on your ass and actually sit there and just try to bring this team back. And he almost did, which, of course, I was sweating just a little just bit. A if you were, imagine what Whitfield was doing over there. <laughs> but on, and on top of it, he, he gets drug tested after the game. I know. That's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> I'm got like, drug tested? Russell Wilson. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? Yeah. Even he was laughing about it from what I read in the article. He was like, are you serious? Really? Yeah. Okay. So he went and did it. But it's just the idea that because he played so well, I think that's basically, I don't know. They say it's random. Uh, It's uh, supposed to be random. So they say. (laughs) So they say. But as far as the matchup goes, I actually was reading an article earlier in the week that Uh Shanahan said the win earlier in the season means nothing. It holds no bearing on what this matchup is now. Don't be stupid. He literally, he literally told the team, "Don't be stupid." What's Don't the right way to look t- at it? Yes, yeah, Arco and PFT. Yeah, I mean that's the right way to look at it. Don't look back. Look forwards. Look, you know, deal with what's the 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 game at hand, and expect for them to have some motivation for a little bit of revenge factor. You know, you would hope that they're going to scheme differently and execute more effectively. But you know, if San Fran plays true to who they are and stays on task and on point, then 
I think I don't know what the mark. Dude, what's the line in that game? Is is it still seven seven and, seven and a half? Seven and a half for both games, I believe. <laughs> yeah, God, that's crazy. Uh, mark, out of curiosity, do you think the Packers cover at least, or do you think the Forty ers just steamroll those? You know, Green Bay. I I think the Forty ers steamroll it. Not not by much more than that, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Forty ers by ten. Um, I think. Uh, Maybe kind of kind of similar in a, in a different way, but kind of similar to what I I said of of what I thought the the uh, college championship would be like. Uh-huh. Uh, it'll be a close game for a stretch, and, and we know that the Niners just aren't typically the kind of team that that you know wins big. But I just think there'll be a stretch of the game at some point, probably mid to later in the game, where the 49ers are like, all right, enough screwing around. You know, we just we we've got. We check we check all the boxes on all, all sides of the field mm-hmm. um, and just kind of take over and I just think there's a little too too, too much for the Packers to keep up with. So. Could be we'll see. Uh, I mean, it's should, should be a good game. I hope it's a good game. I hope I hope it is. I'm I'm optimistic that the that Green Bay will give them a good game. Uh, I think if I had to you know if I was forced to pick a team to win I w- I would lean on the 49ers. I just think it's the more likely outcome. Uh, but as look, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. I was going to no. say, and this could be for everybody, but yeah. just kind of a generic, or maybe not generic, but a broad look at all the four teams left. Wouldn't you probably say that the Niners are the most complete team left? Uh, arguably. Arguably. Um, no. No. <laughs> no, I mean, who would you say is the most complete team? I mean, I, I think if you're going to ding the Niners, maybe you ding you know, Garoppolo and, and, you know, the past stuff, but it's not like they've had to play from behind, but you know, that, that might be what gets them. It's what got Baltimore in trouble. You got them out of their game flow. They couldn't control. And Ingram wasn't healthy. Ingram wasn't right. That hurt them. But you know, Tennessee got up on them and Tennessee like out. I think, I, I think the Ravens weren't prepared for the intensity that the Texans, excuse the Texans. Ha, they didn't bring any intensity. Get out of here. Uh, at least it it for a quarter. I don't know that the Ravens were ready for a team to show up and bully them. You know what I mean? Because I think they were just used to doing that to other people. Came out, got punched in the mouth. Yeah, I mean they did. They they did. So I I mean it can happen. We've we've seen teams get knocked out. So it's not beyond the realm of possibility that Green Bay plays a great game and wins. It's not beyond the realm of possibility that you know the Titans formula holds true to form and that they knock off Kansas City. I mean they beat they beat the Chiefs earlier this year. They're going to roll in confident. But I I think generally I mean, who would you argue is more complete than the 49ers on special teams, on offense, on defense? Who and As and from a right coaching now, standpoint, who? Kansas City. Their yeah, offense have a better defense. On, on, on defense absolutely not. I mean, come on. I mean, Kansas City's defense has played better. That's better. true. They've gotten better. That's true. Yeah, they have. Quarterback position is better. They're not. I don't think they're better at running back. No. Uh, receivers, I think you give because of Hill maybe a slight advantage, but both receiving cores are young. Kelsey and Kittle. You I mean, call that, that a draw. those are the two best tight call ends that a draw. in the league at this point. Call that a draw. I mean, Mahomes, uh, Mahomes is incredible. Mahomes is incredible. I mean, I, I, yeah. I take Mahomes over everybody in the league all day any given Sunday. But that yeah, being Mahomes, said. Yeah. You know. yeah, I mean, by, by, by complete, I mean just to clarify, clarify yeah. to like Woodfield. I mean, I'm saying, uh, uh, just that that's each aspect of their game is the most is is, is the most you know. Just, I'm not even trying to think of the right word, but just is is checks off as quality, like really yeah. quality. Yes, the, the KC's got a better quarterback and a better receiving core, but 
Uh, I kind of think it ends there. I mean, I, I, yeah, San Francisco's D line is better. San Francisco's corners are better. Linebacking core, I, I uh, you know, I, mean, I, I think where you knock the 49ers is where? anything Jimmy G. And maybe the receiving core being as young as they are. But he doesn't need to. I mean, no, that, I, I strongly believe that if, if he needs to, he can absolutely do and, and put up numbers cap- you know, comparable to um, other guys, maybe not quite as much as Mahomes, but he doesn't he doesn't need to. That offense doesn't need, need him to. That's no. like saying Tannehill's the same, the same thing. No, don't, don't, don't put Tannehill and Garoppolo in the same camp. <laughs> I mean, you're not trying to do that. Please don't. <laughs> you're saying the same thing. Hey, look, Since, look, look. Wait, here comes, whoa, here comes, Woodf- here comes Woodfield out the gate, man. Tannehill's done what, what the Titans needed him to do to get him to this point. And, and I think that, I mean, I, I'm not trying to shift away from that game because uh, it, it's an interesting question. I mean, I, I – I think for me, one of the biggest questions about mm-hmm. the, the the Titans game this weekend is, you know, I don't know that Henry alone can get it done. I mean, can you know Tannehill needs to try to keep that offense up with Kansas City? Can he do it? Um, but uh, but anyway, the the I mean, there's no way, shape, or form. I'm trying to say that the or that I think anybody should say that, that Garoppolo is as you know is the same level as Tannehill. Look, Garoppolo is far look, better. Look. Here's, well, the, here, here's the thing about Tanny. Here's the thing about Tanny Hill though, uh-huh. in the playoffs. He hasn't been asked to go out and win the game. Look, right. Tanny Hill and AJ Brown literally won me a fantasy championship. <laughs> like, <laughs> true. I think down you, the stretch, those guys were on fire as yeah. well as anybody. Absolutely. And and Henry has been the workhorse, like 34 carries against the Patriots, 30 carries against Baltimore. You know that man's getting 25 to 30 carries at least against right. Kansas hasn't City. Henry, hasn't yeah. Henry been over 180 yards in every freaking game? Three, 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 three games. I mean, it's, that, I mean that's absurd. Numbers we've never seen before. It's amazing. It's yeah. absolutely amazing. And they, they, they stick to the run game, but, I mean – Kansas City could be so stuck on the run game that they say, hey, screw it, we're going to go pass game right off the bat, sure. throw them off, sure. and then Kansas City could be scrambling, and then boom, draw play, boom. So you know, one thing I want to say for Tannehill, I'm not saying the playoffs have necessarily – they haven't been statistically pretty, but would you rather have Lamar Jackson's stats in that game, other than turnovers, or would you rather have Tannehill's stats in the win? Tannehill stats in the win. Of course you would. It's the playoffs, dude. Tannehill is look, Tannehill. Look, he he's like, I don't know how many people have done it, but he he's won multiple playoff games with less than a hundred yards passing. He has around a hundred and sixty combined passing yards the last two weeks. He's probably like the fourth person to have done that. Third or four, I mean, that, that's a crazy thing. Seven it's like the fifties or sixties. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, got to go back to like you know, slinging Sammy Baugh maybe one day, one of these days. But look. <laughs> I mean, he was 7 of 14 for 88 yards, but he had two touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. He was effective. And some of this is knowing the difference in the moment with how you need to win the game. Mm-hmm. And if you're there to pad stats, who cares? You're there to win. The, what did Herm Edwards say? Hello. <laughs> you play to win the game. That's right. You play to win the game. 
You play to win. You play to win the game. game. And I think it. I think it's foolish to think that if they need Tannehill to throw it, that he can't do it. He made some quality throws. Forty-five yard bomb too. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that fourth and one got stuffed, and they called that play action for the touchdown. That they, you mean that, that touchdown throw to to Smith? Now, granted, Dude. Smith Smith made an absolutely phenomenal. No no, 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 not the first one. I'm talking about the second one when they stuffed Baltimore in the second quarter, and then they went for the play action. Oh, and oh they that went 46 for the play action. Bomb oh, yeah, on the that first four, play. Well, yeah, well, I was the going 45 yarders. Sorry. Right. Well, that, the one that, that Smith, one that Johnny Smith thing was filthy, gorgeous. but that that 46 yard touchdown oh. strike was ridiculous. So I guess we're going to talk about the Titans and the Ravens. What the hell? Why not? Uh, let, me, let me get this point across real quick. What okay. point? You know why the 49ers ran it 47 times? It's after that interception that he, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo threw. They took the ball out of his hands. It's yeah. not true. It's I not mean, true. they did, yeah. but they didn't need him to throw it. To. If you don't need him to throw it, you don't. It's the same thing with Tannehill and the Titans, bro. If you can run the ball down a team. Uh, Shannon, what was it that you said the other week? Run, 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 run. Right? Run, 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 run the ball. Run the ball. Stop you. You run. You run the ball. ball. You run the ball. And you know what the Vikings couldn't do when it mattered the most is they couldn't. They couldn't stop them running the ball down. Could stop them and they couldn't run the ball. No, I'm telling you, man. Alvin Cook was a non-factor. Cook Cook had what? Cook had what? 18 yards. Mm -hmm. Garbage. Garbage. The thing about it, if you got to put that game, if they got to put that team on. Jimmy G's back, you better be worried. Yeah, but it, he's I, I, done it before. Well, here's the thing. Here's the he thing. He can do it. He's, look, he, he's capable. Uh, look, Debo Samuel is legit. We've talked about that guy on here before. I agree. Debo is legit, brother. Should be a cult, damn it. <laughs> he should be. <laughs> womp, womp. Don't worry. You're going to have your Brady jersey next year. Settle down, Shannon. <laughs> Settle down. Settle down, if man. Lindy are going to have a podcast about that if he goes to Indy. <laughs> That We're would, gonna have therapy that, sessions. That would together. be that would be so fantastic. So Talk fantastic. You know what? They could just take Brady's jersey and raise that as a banner in <laughs> Indy. That would that would be great. Right beside Peyton's. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic, dude. Uh, I would. Uh, you know what? I would pay to see that. I, they would. They would just have to telecast that. But anyway, um, uh, look, man. I I think the 49ers have a lot of fight, and I think the question really. Let, let's get back to this. I, I and I understand what you're saying, but what you're talking about is how do the 49ers respond if the if the Packers happen to get up 20 points or 24 points? Does that take them out of their element? Yes, it does. But. I think it's it's pretty tough to to go on that extreme and, and make the and operate with the idea that the Packers are going to be unstoppable because of the defense and the 49ers are only going to pass. Um, and look, Jimmy G, you know, is he solid? Yes. Does he? He's had great games. He's had some eh, so-so games. But Shanahan, in all likelihood, is going to scheme well, put him in position to be successful. And if they can run the ball well on Green Bay, you know what they're going to fucking do? They're going to run the ball. So Green Bay is going to have to force them to pass. That or they're they're going to have to control the clock. You know, they either got to get up on them or they gotta, they got to control the clock. But either way, the, the, what the Packers have to do is what the Vikings couldn't do, and that's not make stupid mistakes, not give the 49ers a short field, and not, you know what I mean, not get behind on them. You get behind on the 49ers, they might not be blowing people out left and right, but if they get a lead on you and they can run on you, they're just going to grind you into oblivion. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do it because they can. 
they're built the way to do that. They're built on both sides of the ball to control the line of scrimmage. That's a big thing. So they're going to play tight games, and they're confident that they can win tight games, just like Tennessee is. They're confident they can win close games. They don't don't need to blow you out to feel like they're in it. I don't know. You know, yeah, I guess potentially if if fluky things happen and Green Bay gets up 20-plus points, maybe the 49ers are screwed. Maybe. But I, I don't I don't feel comfortable running off with this idea that you're gonna have insanity early in that game and the Packers I just miraculously get up. Insanity either, but I also think if you gotta put that game on porn star Jimmy's back, then Look at the digs out there. Man. You know, there is one team out there that would actually disagree with you, Matt, and that's the Saints. Because mm. that was Garoppolo threw for almost 400 yards and four touchdowns, and he was the guy who helped him and Kittle orchestrated that final drive that gave him that field goal to win yeah. the game. And that that was a pretty wild game. Yeah, but that second half of the season, the Saints defense wasn't that good. So wasn't as good. I, look, here, here's here's the thing. What what we're really hoping for is a competitive, good game between the Packers and the 49ers. Those teams have different styles. Uh-huh. What I can tell you. <laughs> Absolutely, is if Green Bay shows up like they did in Week 10, they're going to get destroyed. All right? They need Devontae on point. They need Rodgers on point. They need the scheme on point. They cannot, they cannot muff punts. They cannot nope. have a wide receiver do what Adam, what, what Thielen did for Minnesota and be like, oh, was this my route? Which way am I supposed to turn? I mean, Richard, <laughs> Richard Sherman looked like he finished the damn route for Thielen. Stealing that, getting that damn intercept. It was pitiful. I don't, I don't know if that. Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. Would kill a bitch if they did that to him. I, I don't know what happened. I mean, that was a strange play. I mean, kudos to Richard Sherman for getting the pick, right? I mean, good yeah, on him. Yeah, that, absolutely. You know, well, of course, it was a great defensive play. But I don't know if that was a bad throw, a bad route, or at or, or Thielen was just like. Looks like Thielen gave up on the play when you. Yeah, Thielen gave up replay. on the play, and that's that's on him, and he may try to deflect that, but. You know, I think Cousins thought he would go one way, and he just didn't do anything. And you know, Sherman does what any good corner would do, and you capitalize on that. Well, you know, Thielen wasn't <laughs> where he was supposed to be. I mean, and I was disappointed. I was disappointed that he didn't fight harder for that. Fight harder for that ball, man. Yeah, you would think a guy that's been on the sideline for the last couple of weeks and just played last week would play a little bit harder than that. That's not the soundbite I thought that was. Uh-oh. Oh my God! Who the hell cares? Nobody really. You said nope. balls. Here's what's hey. happened. I have a bigger monitor now than I used to, and so, <laughs> I do. I have a much bigger monitor than I used to, and it's all ultra 4K HD. Man, it looks so good. But um, when I flip to the soundboard, where I'm used to clicking, <laughs> where I'm used to clicking is not where the soundbite was. So muscle 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 memory did me in on that one. <laughs> hey, so so two things. Two things. That one was where I thought it was though. So I got two things. Is that what Odell Beckham said to that security guy? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Just checking for smack friend. Back, back that ass up. Smack um, it like a bitch. Smack it like a bitch. <laughs> you know what? Actually, the, so, so, I, I have, so, I, have a, I have a dedication for Odell Beckham. Here you go. Here you go. Lord, here we go. Here we oh go. God. Old school, buddy. <laughs> a little Akon. Shannon, do you remember the Big Daddy Q94 days? This song, yes. was, this song was all the rage when we were working for Q94, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Smack that. <laughs> Odell Beckham, baby. $100 handshakes and booty security card booty smacking. That's what's up. <laughs> That's 14 years, almost 14 years ago. That's a long time ago, man. Oh, God. That was a long time ago. Um, anyway. Two things. Hey, uh-huh. we got to get Matt and Randy in a cage. Mm-hmm. Because NFL said we could do that. Oh, that's going to happen over at Justice House probably this Sunday. Uh, number and, two. And, and don't worry, I'll have the kiddie pool in my corner. Nice. So number two. Number two. We all oh, got to get together and watch God. that game, right? Say that last part again. We got to get together and watch that game. Yeah, we are. I, don't we have to? possible for us to do that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Whether it be at Justin's or if we go to like Bailey's or uh, Buffalo Wild Wings or something. Oh, we can do whatever, man. We got two games. We can uh, maybe we can Skype old man Mark in. I mean, er, that young and Mark in. He's too young to drive. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't live close by. He could he could he, he could make it down to a game. But uh, uh, yeah, we can try to get together, man. I think that would be fun. That that would be fun. I think I think that would be a good time, bro. It'd be a good time. Uh, I tell you what, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up the 49ers Vikings real quick. Side note: I was surprised. I was surprised how how much action Tevin Coleman had in that game. Two yards, wasn't it? Uh, he he was productive. He finished off Pretty a couple. Touchdowns. Yeah, he, he finished he finished off some drives for him, if nothing else. Again, I'm disappointed in the Vikings. I really thought they were going to give the 49ers a better game than that, but they made the kind of mistakes where a team like the 49. Excuse me, man. <laughs> that, I may not be peanut butter whiskey, but this this uh, Jack and Coke, man. Ooh, got the burp, got the got the burp em ups all of a sudden. That's okay. I, I, apparently, I'm not trying to choke it out like the uh, Vikings, like the Vikings <laughs> and the uh, and the Ravens did. My God, one old Kirk Cousins. Mm. Yeah. Good old do, Mad Dog 2020. Do you think the Ravens for their female fans are going to come out with a new line of chokers? <laughs> Just curious. That'd probably be a great accessory for them. Damn. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not really. Marlon Humphrey agrees. Yeah, yeah. Marlon, Marlon, I can't believe he said that in the post game, dude. That was crazy. That was crazy. And the next day he doubled down on it. Yeah. Well. Uh the side note, Randy, are you uh, are you surprised that the is it Saleh? How do you pronounce that? Salah. Sala? Alright, my bad. I mispronounced his name. I will readily admit I was like I was like, the Browns hired the Vikings OC Stefanski over Sala? Like I was like, what? And and Eric Bieniemy? When is Eric Bieniemy gonna get some love? By the way, what the hell, man? If I was a GM, I would have hired him yesterday, man. Bruh, I I, I, I mean, I know he's got he's in a sweet spot with Mahomes. Maybe he wants Andy to... Reek coaching tree, dude. That, that dude, that that tree's been money lately. Maybe he wants to ride that one out, but still, anyway. Kirk Cousins well, had a rough game. The, the, Look, Kirk Cousins does what Kirk Cousins does, man. Can't finish the big games when it matters the no, most. Can't do it. Can't do it. He can't do it live. Can't play he with him. He was under fire all game. Though. I know. I he know. was. He was. And I it, did. There like, ain't too much you can do when when they're getting on your ass. No. I, when, look, by the time it was 27-10, man, they were all over that. They, they were all over that, dude. They were all over yeah. that. Bosa, Buckner, they were bringing the heat, man. The Vikings had seven first downs in that game. Seven. Jesus. Seven. The Chiefs How many had, rushing look, yards did they look, have? I don't know. Cook had 18. Look, understand this. I'm pretty sure that she said seven straight touchdown drives. Hey, man. Right? The Vikings had seven first downs. That's a reason your ass is at home on the couch. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You like that? Uh, you better. It's the offseason. 
bitch. <laughs> I will say it was cool to see Joe Montana strutting out in the pregame. That was that was kind of fresh, man. I like that. I like that. That was, that, that was fun. Anyway, 49ers Vikings. Let's, let's move on to some other things. Um, Randy, uh, just uh, kind of tied up. We can argue about you know the most balanced team or the most complete team. Obviously, we've got some subject subjectivity here. Uh, but I guess key takeaways from the Vikings game, what that translates to for Green Bay. Um, I think basically two – I think for us, two different teams, mm-hmm. two different play styles, uh, <clears throat> just more confidence for the team. Obviously, there, you know, a lot of the analysts um, did not give the 49ers a chance. They thought that they were going to blow it and that the team was like – I guess they were saying their team was too loose, too – like almost overconfident. The mm-hmm. thing is, is what people don't realize is how battle tested that team was at the back half of the season. Yeah, every single game being pretty much a dogfight. You know that builds character. That team had team has a lot of heart. They are, uh, they treat each other like their family. I mean, one of the cooler stories that I actually saw was uh, after Akella Witherspoon got burned by Stefan Diggs. And got replaced by Emmanuel Mosley. He came up to the special teams coach and said, I want to take his special team snaps just so he can be ready to play the game. So he yeah. can actually have that energy to finish the game. Didn't Mostert recover the fumble, the Cheryl fumble? Uh-huh. Man. Good on that, dude. But, I mean, it's just it's interesting. How many players do you know would literally sit there and be like, look, I know this dude plays special teams, but he's filling in for me. I want to go take his snaps on special teams just so he stays fresh. You don't see that too much. No, I mean that that that's that's a team reflection. Player, yeah, that's, that's a reflection of a good team. See. That's a reflection of a good team. That's a reflection of a good team that has buy-in, where yes. the players buy in. Everybody's and, bought in. Yeah, yeah. And I I do think, and I know it's it's a sad note. I'm trying to remember the the backup quarterback's name, the one whose whose brother was murdered. Uh, C.J. Beathard. Yeah, I mean they've got some unfortunate background stuff going on, but that can be a real big motivating factor. Um, and again, I think it's the 49ers to me, it's clear that is a team, at least for this year, we don't know what they'll be next year, two years down the road, who knows? But I think that is a team that legitimately has bought into what Shanahan is doing. They've bought into each other and they're going to play hard. They're going to play together. And you know, you, you, it's cliched. We get it. But football is of all the organized team sports. Football, if you don't, if if you're not a cohesive team, man, it is hard to win. Yep. You can have talent all over the place, and you can suck, and you can be a <coughs> Cleveland Browns. You, you can be, <laughs> you can be a marginally talented team, but you get that chemistry and you get that mojo and some magic, and yep. you, and you can go on some runs. I mean, football football can be crazy. It's hard to be a, a a a you know an awful team that just has you know good chemistry and wins, but you know if if you've got talent in some spots and you can come to co- together and be cohesive and you have that buy in and you have some attitude and your coaches put you in good position and you execute, they can get a lot done. And I the Forty ers you know, God bless if if the Packers beat them, I'll be delighted, but they're going to be a hard out. And if they win this game. Whoever they play, whether it's Kansas City or Tennessee, I know I know Mark here on the Tennessee train. I get it. They'll be a tough out all the way through. You know, I, I mean, I think the four teams that we have left all present really interesting matchups, and it's just it's a matter of what they do, how they execute, and if they can execute at a high level. 
but I, I think the I think the best floor maybe the, Mark maybe this is the best way to look at it. I think the best floor of any team left is the 49ers. Do they have the highest ceiling? Maybe not, but I think they have the best floor of any team that's left. Yeah. And I think that's a reasonable I think that's a reasonable vantage point. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I I'd, I'd buy that. Even if you know, and I, I know Whitfield, I, you got some Packers bias, I get it, but l- let's look at it that way. I think the, I think the 49ers have the highest floor of any team left in the playoffs. And that's that's a, a reflection. That. Yeah, that's a reflection of who they are. I mean, they're going to win it, you know, win the next two, but I certainly wouldn't be surprised if they do. I think I would be most shocked if Green Bay finished this whole thing off. That would probably surprise me the most. Kansas City won't. Kansas City wouldn't shock me, and the 49ers wouldn't shock me. The Titans would surprise me a little bit. They've been playing great, but I'd probably, my pecking order would probably be 49ers, Chiefs, Titans, Packers. If I had to go that way. This is my thought. But, yeah, maybe you flipped it, you know. Mark, how about this? How about, how about we do it that way? One through four, one through four. What are you what are you running with? Um, In terms of, uh, there's so many ways to look at it. In terms of talent or no, expectations? No, no, no. Or... Your, your expectations, if you had to rank the teams on the likelihood they're going to win, not, not their talent. Sure. On your expectations uh, for the likelihood of who's going to win the Super Bowl, like who who who's your one through four? Like again, the Packers. If the Packers won the Super Bowl, it would surprise me the most of these four teams. Sure, I'll, I'll answer all that. I'll, I'll, first, I'll go ahead and say I'm, my rooting interest is Niners and Titans. That is who I'm rooting That's for fine. at this point. Um, but I think that I think I have to say that the the two most likely and the two most talented and who I think will get there, I'd I'd say same as you. I'd say number one is San Fran. Number two is KC. Um, I'd flip-flop your final two. I would say I think the Packers um, are a stronger overall team mm-hmm. than the Titans. Um, but uh, but those those two can be pretty pretty well interchanged. I mean, the Titans certainly have gone on the most impressive run at this point. And um, I'm excited. I, I want to just pun, rate. Pun intended. <laughs> see, uh, see what see, you did there. I, in part, I'm, I'm sticking Green Bay at four because I get, they have to get to San Fran first. Sure, is the way I'm looking at that. And that's why I think it's the, like, if they manage to beat San Francisco and then beat whoever is in the Super Bowl, whether it's Kansas City or, or the Tennessee, that would surprise me the most, you know? I mean, I mean really, I think, I mean, I, you know. Although, uh, my God, I I, dude, I think the fireworks from a from a, a Packers-Chiefs Super Bowl could be all kinds of fun. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I think we're, we're, we're in line for... Interesting matchups, no matter really which which way we take it for the Super Bowl. Really, no matter what we wind up with, I think we've got some very interesting matchups. So we've, got, we've got we've got four pretty distinct teams. Um, yes, and it's, it's cool the way it's lined up. Obviously, it's teams we haven't necessarily had here in a while. Um, <laughs> Giants should be there, but yeah, that's okay. Next year, um, but uh, no, I I mean this this Titans team. I mean, I I just I'm just so in awe of what they've done. I mean, it, it really is incredible. Uh, what they're doing, I, I, I have some concerns about you know, Brable and his you know pre preseason uh, promise to you know, chop his dick off for a Super Bowl win. Hope <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't see that see that through. Um, but uh, no, I mean really, it's it's it's. Uh, to be honest, just... to be honest, Mark, he didn't actually make the bet. He just said he would do that. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, it's 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 still a weird thing to agree to, I, 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 but I get it. Uh, it was a silly, random ra- ra- radio interview, but it's still it was 
Well, yeah, it was one of the uh, who was it? Lewin's podcast, one one of yeah. the Titans podcasts, but yeah, it was freaking phenomenal. Sorry, to cut you off there. No, no, you're fine. Um, but I was just gonna say, um, referring back to I think a discussion we had last week. Um, I think interestingly, and again, maybe not a rocket science point of view, but I think that the Titans significantly need to to do basically the same thing that they looked at last week, which was get off to a fantastic start. I mean, that that's, I think that's just what, um, I think really put them in overdrive mm-hmm. and, um, got everybody believing pretty quickly was they, they were never intimidated by the Ravens. No. And I mean, I, I think absolutely that the pivotal, the pivotal shift in the game that I was just so impressed by was that, that fourth and, I mean, it was fourth and inches. I mean, it wasn't a full yard. It was fourth and inches when, uh, in the second, when, uh, Jackson tried to, uh, do what I thought was smart. I mean, don't do not do the stupid obvious, you know, sneak up the middle, try to cut around a little bit to find a, a lane to the outside. They said, hell no. They gave him no space. It was clearly stopped behind the line and then immediately took their shot, got the ball downfield, uh, got in the end zone again. I, I mean, that's, I just, I love a team. And I mean, obviously they did it again you know, early in the game uh, with, with a great deep, uh, deep shot right after uh, stopping on the fourth. I mean, just you know, saying we're going to put our throats on your neck early and um, deal with it. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously everybody in Ravens country was shocked. I was you know having a blast rooting for the Titans, and I, I mean, I also won a lot of money on. I just thought the ten, ten and a half point line for the Titans was the the stupidest line of the weekend. Right. Uh, way way overrating don't the you, Ravens. Don't you think that uh, was driven up by just people being on the Ravens bandwagon there? Well, uh, for sure. I mean, that's where it started. But I mean, uh, still, I mean, I, I think a realistic line, it, it should have been a, a, a touchdown or underline. Um, but regardless, I mean, I, I'm not pretending I, I didn't necessarily, I, I don't think anybody thought the Titans were just going to steamroll them. I knew they had a chance to win. And I thought, you know, absolutely, they're going to keep it within, you know, a, a touchdown or less. But uh, I mean, that, that was just an absolute incredible beatdown that's, um, I still, anybody who thinks suddenly like the Ravens are, you know, crap or you know, not going to come back and be super strong again next year, you're stupid. I mean, they still have a ton of talent, but, uh, I mean, Titans just, you know, just, just never let up. Hey, Mark, real quick, we, we know you're not um, feeling great, but San Fran and KC are each seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Mm-hmm. Do you like that to stand, or do you like uh, – uh, Tennessee or Green Bay to cover? Um, so I would have to say uh, I, I I am with Stan Fair and covering. I uh, stick with thinking that they they're going to get the win win by ten, uh, but still going to be a great game. Um, I, I'll I'll happily back the Titans again. I, I, I'll stick by. Um, I think it, it matters so much the way they start against KC, just because I do worry about you know their offensive firepower mm-hmm. again. They haven't had to test um, Tannehill these last few games. Anybody who looks at, you know, uh, again, isn't it two games in a row he's throwing for under 100 yards? Yes. He, did, he didn't have to. He didn't have to. He, he certainly can if he needs to. And, and so, I mean, he's, he's, he's no, you know, Dude, it's not like we're looking at some. It wasn't Trent Dilfer uh, back there. He, yeah, I was going to say, it's not, like, it's not like Trent Dilfer back there. That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> um, but, obviously, he's no Mahomes either. No. So, you know, you, you, don't, you wouldn't want to see them – get down, you know, like 20 to 3 early or something like that, uh, you'd have some concerns. But as long as they keep pace, and especially if they can get off to a strong start again, I absolutely think this Titans team could 
could could uh, very much win this game. So, yeah, tight, Titans to cover, uh, or Titans with the points, and uh, 49ers giving the points. All right. I like the under in Tennessee, Kansas City at 53, and I like the over for Green Bay and San Fran at 46. What say you? Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm wet with you on both. I think that I think and again. I mean, if the if the Titans are going to win, uh, they want. I mean, obviously they want they would they do want Henry to. You know, you worry about the dude and how much he's he's run the ball, but you know you hope that they can keep it to their style of game and mostly be be run heavy. So you know, keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, slow the game down, uh, run clock off. So uh, yeah, I definitely favor the under there, and um, and yeah, I, I would expect the, the Niners to to open it up a bit more. Um, against Green Bay, so yeah, I'm with you on both. Okay, cool. How about that? Oh, oh. Side note, side note, side note. Before we, you know, dish the, you know, or not dish, but before we uh, like, you know, talk about the limitations on, you know, Tennessee's offense and Tannehill and blah blah blah. I think we got to give them a little bit of love. We, we talked about, you know, Tannehill, you know, that 46 yard bomb, obviously the throw to Smith and that incredible catch that he made in the end zone, which one cheek in, two feet. I love that whole line of discussion. It made me laugh. Totally made me think of John Madden. I, I wish John Madden was calling the game right at that moment. I, that's the only call I needed John Madden to make in that game was the butt, uh, was the butt cheek down. That's all I needed him for. But I love it. Did, didn't some one of them say uh, you know, split split the cheeks, which is just uh, <laughs> yeah. I know that was dying. All when I they said all I know is I'm really glad I'm really glad Booger McFarlane was not drawing up a diagram when they said split the cheeks. I can tell you that that would have been dangerous. <laughs> But uh, I love the fact I love the I love the play that they ran when uh, you know Marcus Mariota came in and got sent in motion and Derrick Henry threw the jump the jump pass touchdown to Corey Davis to put him up twenty one oh, yeah. to six. Yeah. I love that. The, some of that is guts. Some of that is, is is you know obviously some creativity, but willing to roll the dice. And you think about like calls that should have been, could have been, would have been. The Texans had those. Bill O'Brien gets a lot of you know, deserves a lot of the criticism for not handling a fourth and short, you know, appropriately, for wasting a timeout. Really, that dude should have challenged that damn spot and not called a timeout. It would have had the same effect. And then the punt, you know, like, those are calls you're like, what the hell are you doing? That didn't work out. Maybe it's hindsight, maybe it's retrospect, but you're like, what's wrong with you? Some people gave Pete Carroll some criticism for the Seahawks punting the ball, but they had three timeouts. They weren't Bill O'Brien in that thing. They just couldn't stop Green Bay on third down and, and whatever, multiple times. Those were, you can say those are good calls, right? But, you know, again, I love, I, I love when a team has a clear sense of direction. They roll with it. They run with it. They know their identity. They know what they're doing. And every once in a while, they'll okie doke you. And I thought that was brilliant. Uh, I love the setup. I love the execution of it. Um, that's confidence in who you are and what you can do. Um, and that's what separates out a team like the Texans. Uh, from a team like the Titans this postseason. The Titans know who they are. They know what they want to do. They will roll the dice, and they can be and will be aggressive. Right? I love that. I love that confidence. No, nothing to lose. I thought it was brilliant. You could see Lamar Jackson, who I, you know, and people piled on him. I get it. I understand it. Some of that is just social media. Kurt Warner was a little upset about people piling on Lamar Jackson. Dude, it's just Twitter and the internet. That's what happens. Welcome to the modern world. <laughs> okay. 
I, Kurt Warner, I love you. You're a hell of a player. I, you're a big fan. But you don't need to whine for Lamar Jackson, okay? They earned that L as a team, and his stats, at the end of the game, you look at the stat boxes, it, great, he had yardage, great, blah, blah, blah. But when it mattered most, they didn't get it done. He's he's super young. He's going to learn from that. They'll be better going forward. But you could tell that Lamar Jackson was agitated, irritated, and upset on the sideline. They rattled that team. They got in that team's heads. They got him out of that game. That's a credit to Tennessee. And I think it's more important to give the Titans the respect and the credit for going in there and handing the Ravens their ass. That's a learning lesson for that team. That's a learning lesson for Lamar Jackson. And just because people dump on him on social media, that's just that's just part of the game, man. Some of it's to be funny. The kid is good. He's got to learn how to be great in the playoffs. I wouldn't bet against him. It's just not his time yet. Regular season football is not playoff football, and young teams have to learn that the hard way. You bump your gums. You have a lot of hubris. You roll in thinking you're going to do what you did. Playoff football is different football. And the sooner you learn that, the better off you are. I know Ingram wasn't right. That hurt them. I get it. But they had they had Lamar Jackson slinging a rock all over the place, man. They they took them out of their game. What did he, did he drop back sixty times? Is what it felt like. Too many. Too many, man. Way too many. It's too many. Derrick Henry, thirty rushes, hundred ninety five yards, buddy. The Ravens led the NFL in points scored and the points differential. They got rolled by Derrick Henry. Rolled. Jackson had two picks and a lost fumble. Season high. The Ravens were 0 for 4 in fourth down conversions. Two fourth and ones. Couldn't pick them up. They led the NFL in fourth down conversions this season. 71%. 0% against the Titans. Although I will say, if we're going to give Bill O'Brien some criticism for blowing that fourth and short and that weirdo fake punt call, super aggressive, don't you have to give in a close game? Don't you have to? Don't you have to look at what Harbaugh and the Ravens did and be like, shouldn't you have taken the field goal there? You got you got Tucker. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a close game. You're not getting blown out. Did they need to be that aggressive? It was kind of curious to me. Maybe that maybe that's a matter of arrogance, confidence, cockiness, whatever you want to call it. But they set themselves. You know, they missed. Well, opportunity- I mean, the first one I thought they should have punted because you were in your own territory. I get fourth and one, but played the field position game with Tennessee like more often than not you know they're gonna run the ball make them punt it yeah hey fun factoid for you this is the fourth time in the Super Bowl era that the number one rusher winning against the number one rush defense how often do you think the number one rusher has won that battle once nope no nope keep going twice nope keep going all four times all four times. Wow. Derrick Henry, 2019. Ezekiel Elliott, 2018. Emmett Smith, Cowboys, Bills, Super Bowl. Earl Campbell, a little old school. None of us would have remembered this one. 1978 versus the Patriots. Now, these are all playoff. This is all playoff games. Every single time, you have the number one rusher. He has the number one rush defense. The number one rusher has won the wow. game. So, again, credit to the Titans. They were ready. They brought playoff heat. Ravens didn't, man. By the way, Earl Thomas, I want to personally thank you for uh, throwing the Patriots under the bus because they didn't want to 
uh, tackle Derrick Henry, and then your ass looked like a lead blocker out there for that dude. <laughs> you got spun around. That was that was so awesome watching Henry just stiff arm him to spin him around and then mm-hmm. shove him out like mm-hmm. he's blocking for him. That was beautiful. Yeah. Way to go. Nice job. What about Earl? Not just a sitcom on NBC. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show, by the way. I love that show. I haven't seen it in years. But uh, anywho. I mean, it's also the same guy who made the comment, you know, well, you know, we'll see who we play in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like he did, like that team had zero focus on who was in front of them mm-hmm. and was they were already thinking to the Super Bowl. You can't do that in no. the playoffs. No. Zip your pile hole. And, you know, I, I, I appreciate confidence. I do. And I, I even appreciate a, a like a touch of arrogance and a touch of cockiness with sports teams, but there's a point where you're just bumping your gums to bump your gums, man. You know, and uh, there was there was a part of me, and I joked around about it last week. And again, look, man, they had a great year, didn't end the way they wanted to, but they had a great season. I think their upside is established, and I, you know, Lamar Jackson overcame a lot of doubters. Uh, he's done a lot in his two years. I'm not going to hold last year against that guy. He had obviously a, a bad playoff game against the Chargers, uh, but I'm not going to hold that against you know a rook. Uh, second year, he's got to own this L, and I think he will. He got a little pouty, a little ragey on the sideline. I get it. He was pissed. Uh, own it. Grow from it. Be a better player. Be a better leader from it. You know, and 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 you can look at how collected Patrick Mahomes was against the Texans. And think of the difference between how they both treated that game. They got in Lamar Jackson's head. They got into the Ravens' head. They shook him. Got him shook. And they finished him. I, I said in the, in the chat when we were watching this game, I was like, well, the Ravens have never really played from behind. This is going to be a true test of just how mentally well, when tough they, when they, they were. When they did, they got their ass beaten by the Browns. Yeah. I mean, the Browns whooped their ass early in the year. But, you know, again, it, we're far enough removed from that that I'm, I don't want to spend a lot of time focused on whatever week four or five or three or whatever the hell it was. But, you know, the the Ravens played much better from ahead. Tennessee stuck it to them. Con- dictated the game, controlled the narrative, the things that Baltimore was used to doing. Got them out of their element. That's one way to beat somebody up. It's what Green Bay needs to do to the 49ers. <laughs> I don't know that they can, but it's what they need to do. And it's what the ten- it's what the Titans need to do against the Chiefs. Yep. You got to get them shook. Got to get them shook. So, anyway. Okay, well, my bladder is calling to me. So, uh, we need to wrap <laughs> We need to take a break. It doesn't have to be an end of a segment, but we at least got to take a break for a second. How are we looking? Mark, how are you? Um, I'm probably pretty close to the end, but I would think maybe if we come back and can uh, can hit the uh, college uh, champ real quick, and maybe then I'll take a step away. All right, I, I tell you what. Let me. I'm gonna go mix a new. I'm gonna go make a new drink for myself. Okay. Um, I have to give. I, I need to give y'all your uh, early birthday present, and um, <laughs> you know we have a little LSU, a little LSU Clemson. Uh, I, I mean Kansas City. That game was. So batshit crazy. I mean, Lord knows how long we talk about that. But, yeah, why don't we do – how about this? Take a break, stretch our legs. Uh, we can touch on the, the college championship game. 
And uh, just remind me, we got to we got to do this uh, early birthday present for Shannon. Should, should we do the and, present and, first and then the the game, or I, that's up to y'all. In case we lose Mark, or yeah, we'll sort it out. We'll see how we'll right. we'll see how we'll see how the Look, flow is. I'm just saying, like if there's a box close to your junk, I'm turning this thing off. <laughs> <laughs> we we ain't going no dick in the box here. <laughs> <laughs> wow is that was that goes that that's where you think i'd go no but you've been drinking so i don't yeah, know that's true <laughs> well yeah you got a dick in a box from from amazon that's a new one i, I did not get the eight i did not get the I, eight it could be like uh oh shoot what's his face from game of thrones oh when he cut God. off the oh, arms and held it for him. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, the sausage? Yeah, no, we're not yes. doing that. No, never saw such a thing. Forget about it. No, um, there. it doesn't involve... It, look, it does involve a box, but my, oh, junk is, my junk is not in it. Appreciate that. Okay. Let, let's, there we let, go, let's set, the, right. let's set the expectation. Okay, we'll take a quick break. <laughs> we'll be right back. We're just going to power through the rest of this stuff. And uh, yes. Anyway, as always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, um, a couple other services, livesportscaster.com, keywords of sports and brew, whether it's our home feed on Podbean or whatever, man. You enter those keywords, you're going to track us down. We know you love sports. We know you love beer. We know you love brew. Have a good time with us because we have a good time with y'all, man. Anyway, we'll stretch our legs for a minute. We'll be right back. I'm the captain with the sports brew. Hoorah. Woo! Yes, sir. All right, had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. My goodness, we got some birthday fun, some LSU that LSU Clemson game, that was a wild one. That was a wild one. Yeah, it was. Kudos, kudos to Ed Orgeron, who n- number one had one of my all-time favorite sound bites, <laughs> like ever, ever, ever. You understand that? Yes, sir. Roll that one. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute all-timer. But I am legitimately happy for that guy. You know, I mean, he's like at his dream job. And he had a dream season with a dream quarterback, and he yep. polished it off with a dream level. You know what I'm saying? Like that—that that was we talked about the other week about how they just had like the it. You know what I mean? And I don't—I don't mean like what we said in school when we were kids—the shh it. Although they were the shh it <laughs> over the course of the season by far. Uh, but I don't—I don't know how you, you don't raise a glass of respect to what Orgeron did, to what LSU did. Um, and it doesn't take it really. It, it doesn't diminish what Clemson has accomplished over the past couple of years because they've been that, tremendous. They've been tremendous. But LSU is going to go down. I think people are going to look back at the season and appreciate LSU as an all-time quality and caliber of team. Yes, it, all-time w- offense. Um, yes. If you remember a number of years ago when Hawaii went undefeated and they got to play Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. And people are like, oh, yeah, what's this high-flying offense going to do against this stout defense? Well, basically what LSU has done is they've taken that Hawaii offense and made it into all five-star caliber players with an all-star caliber quarterback Mm -hmm. and just, you know, 60 – I think he got up to 60 touchdowns this season. Yep. And – yeah, I mean, it's an all-time offense, man. It is phenomenal. 
Yes. Just absolutely phenomenal. He set the NCAA record for touchdown passes in the season. This is an all-timer offense. Yes. All mother effing time. <laughs> mother effing time. Look, LSU, man, seven of their 15 wins came against top 10 teams. Amazing. All right. No, no other team's done that. They beat the preseason AP top four. Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma. Took them out. They're the first top-ranked team in the CFP title game to win it. I mean, LSU was tremendous. The job that Orgeron did, the job that Joe Brady did, the job that Joe Burrow did. Uh, and you can start just – you can just run down a list, you know, whether it's Odell Beckham and his $100 handshakes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> whether it's Jamar Chase. Technically, you're not kidding. Hey, no, I'm not, I'm not really kidding. I mean, they, they were just incredible. And it, it took – that's an incredible season, and it took an incredible effort. You know, Clemson came out strong, dude. They did. Clemson came out strong, which is what you would have expected. And, you know, going into the game, you had the number one offense, the number one defense with Clemson, and and Clemson came out of the gate rolling, dude. Trevor Trevor Lawrence scoring on that quarterback keeper on second and goal to go up seven to nothing. And, you know, LSU responds, man. Burrow lobbing a 52-yard bomb touchdown to Jamar Chase, 7-7. You got Higgins taking off with the ball, popping off for a 36-yard run, fighting through tackles to get into the end zone. 17-7 Clemson, man. Clemson, by the way, had 89 consecutive wins when they led by double digits. And LSU had not trailed by double digits all year long. But Burrow's just out there slinging that thing, man. Chucking rainbows. Hits Chase again. 56-yard gain. Sets up a Burrow touchdown on third and goal. 17-14. LSU keeps on rolling, dude. Burrow with a 14-yard touchdown to Jamar Chase, 21-17. You know, and it's not just through the air, man. Burrow Burrow was willing to run it. Third and 10, man. Burrow takes off, gets down near the Tigers' 10, man. Well, all right. No it, timeouts left. No timeouts left, yeah. which was good. That was one of, one, of the, one of the plays of the game. One of the balls you yes. uh, play play calls. I just absolutely love that. <laughs> hey. that. That's a key word here on the sports brew. It is. That's gotta, right. Got re, re, to recalibrate said, the muscle memory for this one, though. Balls. Yeah, there it was. Took me a moment to find that. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's, what, that's what she said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, hey, man. I almost spit my drink that's, out, dude. Look, it's called foreplay. Patience is a virtue, bitch. <laughs> that's what she said to, to Whitfield. I don't know. Um. <laughs> look, that's a hole in none. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. <laughs> Shampoo bottles don't count. Is it, is uh, it hot? They're roasting. Is Whitfield here. still here? Or did, it, did he disappear? He disappeared. He, he's, he's done. Yeah. That's also um, that's also what she said. <laughs> <laughs> he left. Didn't even start. He left early. Well, there is a shock. <laughs> <laughs> he did not go Leroy Jenkins. I played that cake song going the distance, except neither did he, and the, all, my, all my stuff isn't set up either. So, so I, I, but I, I going back to the game real quick. I, I okay, was going to say before we get too derailed. 
so, so, so much credit, I think, obviously has to be given to the LSU coaching staff for halftime yes. adjustments because, yes. yes, Clemson came out and, and got the first score you know, right at halftime, and that was big for them to make them feel like you know, they, they still had a chance, but it just felt like after that one drive, their offense was never the same the rest of the game. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they clear, clearly LSU you know, made made adjustments at halftime, yes. and you know, yes, Burrow and the offense continued to, to make waves and do what they needed to do. But I mean, Clemson just had so many you know, three and outs and you know, really quickly stalled drives in the second half. I mean, that their offense was just not the same remotely no. as it was in the first no. half. And it felt like Lawrence had a lot of, you know, overthrows or throws mm-hmm. under duress and, you know, the accuracy wasn't there. And I mean, historically, what was that, like his first loss since like 2017 in high school or something? It's something crazy. Some, something since high school. Yeah, it, he, it, oh. he hadn't lost a game in college no. at all. Oh, no. 25 and 0. But, yeah. But, you know, LSU's defense, I mean, they, they did a pretty good job of getting after him and getting after those receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I, I can tell you now, Clemson – Easily, easily is next year's title favorite. Oh, well, oh yeah. as long as and Lawrence it, is back, they have to be. Yeah. Yes. Lawrence is back. I think he's only losing Higgins on the offense. So, I mean, I, Clemson's going to reload and be okay. <laughs> They'll be fine. They are. Um, I, I love, I don't know if any of y'all saw Orgeron with, uh, with SVP after the game. Uh, it was a while after the game, but uh, you know he's just he's just so likable. I mean, I, I, and and I don't know if he's not much of a drinker or a partier, uh, but you know I, he I loves think, some uh, Red Bulls though. He loves his Red Bull, <laughs> but uh, uh, I think SCP was trying to get him to you know give him something about like how he's going to celebrate, and and all he was saying was uh, he's going to go have a I think he said a, a nice uh, you know, roast beef sandwich. Like that was <laughs> that's what he's going to go do, and and also talked about I mean. Yeah, uh, he'll he'll enjoy some time with his wife and, and kids, but he's excited to like you know be uh, be back like on the recruiting trail by by Friday. Um, can, you so, imagine, can you imagine him trying to order the five for five or whatever it used to be at Arby's? <laughs> He'd be a great pirate. Ah, he would be. Yeah, <laughs> but um. Yeah, I just I I mean this this LSU team. Yeah, we always talk about the concerns of re- recency bias, but I mean let's just I mean look at the facts. I mean they they didn't lose a game. Nope. They their, their Heisman you know winner. Uh, they had the Heisman winner who went on to you know win them the, the championship. Um, they beat how many ranked teams? Five or six throughout the season. Seven. Um, seven. 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 I mean, in the preseason top four at least. I know Texas was a top ten team they beat as well. Auburn. Yeah. I don't know if they were top ten when they beat them. I mean, it. I mean, it was a who's who of LSU had arguably one of the toughest schedules ever. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Ever yeah. for ever 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 ever. Yeah. Uh, ever and unscathed yeah and I, I think it, i think i think it was mcshay todd mcshay was talking about how with with svp how he's he's never seen a quarterback transformation from one year to the next like he saw from from what lsu did with 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 burrow well what what we what lsu did and you know burrow himself i mean i'm not, not yes. you know both go hand in hand but uh 
I mean, he it, it is. I mean, it's it's just it's mind boggling. I mean, it, it just genuinely is. I know it's it's easy to throw out you know hyperbole, but I mean, it's the the real deal. I mean, the the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you saw, that, you that, saw flashes last year. I mean, yeah. you could see you could see it was there. The, the, the potential for sure. The potential was easily there, and you just you, you needed. It had come to a point. It had come to a head with LSU where they needed to get someone with a great offensive pedigree in there to run that offense because they had the play. I mean, you had Landry and Odell Beckham in college and you weren't doing this sort of thing. Like you needed somebody, an offensive genius to get in there to get these guys going because that a, that helps with recruiting. Of course it does. Because, you know, Orgeron in his, as you say, Justin, one of the all-time rants, he talks about recruiting in that rant. Yeah. You know, and where college football is going is it's the spread offense. It's receivers, quarterback, running backs, and just get after it. Mm-hmm. And they had to make a change. They got Joe Brady in. Of course, he's going to go to the uh, the Panthers now. Oh, yeah, David Tepper's throwing bags of cash at that dude. Oh, yeah. So, look, Joe Burrow got his, is going to get himself paid, and he got Joe Brady paid. He did, you know. I, I don't. And, I don't know how long Brady. has got to go find someone else who's going to. They will get that going. They will. And they will. They will. They will. Was it USC that was like, sorry, can't do it? Uh, yeah, and I, I think they're regretting that decision. <laughs> you think so? I, 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 you know, it. I saw that all over Twitter. At least our Twitter. The people we follow. We yeah. have some USC people we follow. On our uh, Twitter account, and uh, boy, you you talk about regret. You know, it's like like the dude from the movie, no regrets, <laughs> <laughs> or that dude with the tattoo, it, no no regrets, no regrets. <laughs> no I mean, regrets. yeah. Well, yeah, you know, USC's got both of those tattoos yeah. at this point. Look, that being said, Ed Orgeron is where he wants to be. At LSU, he's home. He's home. He's home. And it's a great fit. I hope that he has a wonderful run. He's where he needs to be. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He He's where he needs to be. I think that that community loves him. Uh, somebody was saying, look, everybody thinks he's gravelly, but you know what? Everybody down there understands him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and I kind of <laughs> laughed. You know, uh, but it's a fit. And U- USC was, you know, they missed out, and he would have been good there. But there's no doubt that he's great at LSU. Absolutely. We'll see how much mileage he can get out of that. I mean, Joe Burrow was incredible. And and Trevor Lawrence has been phenomenal. You know, he has. But in this game against LSU, Trevor Lawrence completed less than 50% of his passes. Joe Burrow cemented his status as an LSU legend, not only with his play on the field during the game, but being an absolutely chilling like a freaking boss post-game Kicking up that stogie and chilling, man. That needs to be a black and white photo framed and signed in like all the <laughs> diners and restaurants down there, man. He may not like Skyline Chili, but I, I up in Cincy. But rest assured, Joe Burrow anywhere in Louisiana, man. That brother's eating for free. <laughs> That's done. That's done, Joe, man. How do you not like Skyline Chili, man? I don't even care if he looks like a roided out Macaulay Calkin. I, I don't care. <laughs> okay. 
he looks like Macaulay Culkin went into the uh, Captain America Super Soldier thing, man. You know Bruh. what I'm you know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> he does, dude. Waited out Macaulay Culkin. That yeah. is something I did not anticipate. Yeah, yeah me either. <laughs> 60, t- 60 passing touchdowns, 65 total TDs, the most touchdowns in a BCS CFP title game, six. The most passing yards in a title game, 463. I mean, just Heisman winner, undefeated season, and a national champion. That's a short list, brother. Short list. Although there's some recency bias with this because you have some two old-timers, Davey O'Brien in 1938, Johnny Lujak in 1947, and then you have a lot more recent people. Matt Leinart, 04, Cam Newton, 2010, James Winston, 2013, when he wasn't stealing crabs and uh, crab legs, and Joe Burrow in 2019. Last 50 years, by the way, uh, the players that have won the Heisman and the national championship. Here's some names for you. Charlie Ward. My, one of my favorites, Danny Werfel. Mm-hmm. Leinart again, Cam Newton, James Winston, and Joe Burrow. I mean... Those are hellified lists, and those are hellified stats. And that dude, there was a moment in that game, I forget exactly when it was, when he walked off and he just started tapping the ring finger, man. <laughs> yep. He knew. You know. uh, by the way, did you guys watch halftime and see the top 10 all-time college players? A lot of running backs. A lot of running backs. Of running backs. Did backs. anyone have any issues with any like people not making that list? Uh, not going to be a popular opinion, but... Uh... Arguably, O.J. Simpson should have been on there. Um, we understand why he's left out of that. <laughs> we understand why, but that's post why? You know, well, he's a cut above. Um, just because he... Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Look, just ask Lorena Bobbitt. Sometimes you have to cut people out of your life. <laughs> Whoa! <sighs> Sorry. Ooh, that's a little dark. You know, it's funny. I saw a lot of people griping because Reggie Bush was not on there. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's tough to get down to that list, man. I mean, I, I get that the Heisman was taken away, but Jesus, that dude yeah. was so damn do, do good. You, do you think Reggie Bush deserved to be in the top ten, though? Uh, I don't think he deserved to be number 60. Oh, 60's cold. Um, but where was... I, I, where, look, look, look. College football. Where was Tim Tebow? Uh, that's a good question. I look, don't know. I know the NFL career wasn't all that, but college... Court, I mean, like, two-time national champion, Heisman winner. Collegiate career. I, I, I think he was probably in the teens. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't have the list in front of me, but... Um, Herschel Walker, Barry Sanders. I feel like yep. it was like at least seven running backs. Yeah, Jim Brown was Jim number Brown. one overall. Yeah, not good. Uh, Barry Sanders can't, can't was on that man. list. Emmitt yep. Smith was on that list. Gail Sayers was on that list. You brought it up. You don't have the list of people in front of you, man. <laughs> I'm going off memory. Bo Jackson hell, was on that list. Herschel Walker was on that list. Mm. Uh, Dick Buckus was on that list. I mean. Look, it's a who's who. I just ain't not. I, I just it, it's 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 tough to do that. I mean, it, it's tough to whittle it down to a, to a you know just just a two or three minute convert. I know. All. I know. It's okay. 
but, but that's I, all it was. Yeah, I feel, I feel bad with you. You mentioned Tebow. I had forgotten that you know Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez, was his you know Florida teammate, which oh, is oh my dumb goodness. about. I, I don't know. I just I'm just well, you're I, watching I'm watching that, Netflix, Netflix deal. Yeah. How can you have Lucifer and like the most angelic player ever on the same team? Like, it seems it's it's pretty weird to think back on. Yeah, it's but it's nice. It's nice uh, to know that Aaron Hernandez was able to uh, shoot his shot, though, wasn't it? Damn it! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that is a the bad man. That's a bad. That's a bad dude. <laughs> Two. Mother effing soon. We'll do it live. We're gonna have to come. Wow. Out. We'll put, it live. put out put out a public apology after the podcast for the captain's. <laughs> Blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> or the new computer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to apologize. The alcohol made me do it. <laughs> Is an outrage. <laughs> <laughs> it, is not, it is an outrage. It, it is an outrage. Oh, that, those are terrible jokes. Those are ter- those are terrible. My bad. My bad. Uh, sign up, Mark. You'll appreciate this. Um, so, uh, porn sites web traffic in South Carolina went through the roof after Clemson's loss. Data from Pornhub shows disinterest. <laughs> disinterest in sight from Clemson and LSU fans during the title game. Viewership jumped in Clemson's home state of South Carolina after the loss. Louisiana returned to normal levels. (laughs) 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 At least somebody was able to finish, thanks to Pornhub. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, one of my favorite things, man, I love the fact that some LSU Tigers fans started to go fund me to get the Clemson mascot a new outfit. (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're, oh, I did see that. <laughs> uh, here's the, here's the quote. After turning on the national championship game on Monday the 13th, I thought bad uh, for the Clemson Tiger. It seems that the university purchased their mascot costume from the clearance rack from TG&Y. I don't know what the hell that is. I guess it's like a, some discount, whatever store. In 1981, all proceeds will be mailed to the Clemson University Athletic Department at the conclusion of the fundraiser. Go Tigers! <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. Um, but look, man. Uh, I, look, I know, I know, I know. Clemson had some tough deals. Losing, losing uh, Skalski was was awful for them, um, and that probably you know shifted the the back end of that game a little bit. I know there was a tough, you know, they had some tough breaks with some PI calls, but maybe it changes the final score. I don't know that any of those things change the outcome. And you know, we've watched enough football. We watched enough sports. There are times you clearly are watching a better team, and a, a team can play above their heads. A team can have great moments, uh, but to me, it was clear for the slices of time that Clemson looked like they could claw back into it or get a lead or whatever. LSU was just the better team. They just were, and and Burrow stuck a stamp on this season of college football that few people have ever been able to do. He deserved that victory cigar. Steve Young was on PTI talking about how he was uh, essentially, I'm going to paraphrase, he was complaining about Joe Burrow being out there lighting up the cigar. I'm like, bro, go yell at some clouds, Gramps. Let it go. It's after the championship game, one of the best collegiate seasons you're ever going to see. He's going to the Bengals. Give that man a couple of minutes to chill I and, mean, and enjoy, and enjoy give life. Give him a cigar and let him have a yeah. beer at this yeah. point. So Jesus. What? So what? 
Let him Let go be. finish his online classes. He fired up a stove you would have sought a badass, man. Oh, oh, side note, by the way, does everybody use Waze? I mean, I use Waze. Shannon, do you use Waze? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Randy, do you use Waze ever? No, no I can't okay. say that I have used it. So Waze is like, uh, you know, if you ever had a TomTom Tom Go or a regular GPS for your car, Waze is the essentially a GPS on your phone. But they occasionally have different voices. So they had Arnold Schwarzenegger for a little while. Currently, I have Cookie Monster as my yes. uh, voice. Let me tell you what. If ever if ever somebody random deserved a, a, like a like a spot on on Waze, if Cookie Monster can be on there, can we get Ed Orgeron as a voice on Waze? <laughs> Do you know how great that would be? Turn left. Go Tigers. Turn, turn, turn left. right. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. I'm trying to wrap my head around Cookie Monster. In 400 feet, turn left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was a good one. Roll time, turn left. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, driving through the state of Alabama. Leave. Go Tigers. Uh, turn, turn around. <laughs> yeah, it is great, man. Take it uh, back. <laughs> take it back. Look, uh, getting back to top, a couple of thoughts. Uh, the targeting call on Skalski is, is brutal, and. You know, maybe that's one of those things that would be better as a penalty, not an ejection. It, but that's the way the rule is. That's the rule in place. Again, I don't think it changes the outcome of the game, but it, it certainly hurt Clemson. A couple of fun factoids. Uh, Burrow with 60 touchdown passes this year. That's one more than LSU had in the last four seasons combined. Think about that. That's crazy. Burrow in his four games versus top four opponents averaged 425 yards and zero interceptions. I mean, just incredible. 463, five touches in this game. And LSU didn't get rattled. At 17-7, they didn't get rattled. Rattled. They put 42 on the number one ranked defense. Down 17-7, and they outscored Clemson 35-8 to the rest of the way. Thaddeus Moss, by the way, I'm glad your pops was happy in the stands. I, Randy Moss is another one of my all-time favorite guys. Love that dude. That that was a happy that was a happy pops up in the stands watching his son do that man, that was a happy pops that was cool absolutely that was yeah. cool. Uh, by the way, Ohio State says they have no sympathy for that targeting ejection. Get over it. True <laughs> <laughs> story. You know, again, letters of the rule, man, dude. You know, letters of, letter of the law, dude had to go. But uh, anyway, uh, no fun game. I enjoyed the title game. Uh, I thought Clemson was gonna, you know, uh, have a little bit of a, a better push late, but I, I just, you know, at some point you just give credit to LSU. You appreciate the greatness of what they accomplished. Um, Jamar Chase, by the way, 221 yards, the most receiving yards in the national championship game since 1998. Uh, no one could cover that dude. I mean, he was ridiculous. LSU was ridiculous. I'm happy for Orgeron to be home, to be at his dream job. Uh, I just, just enjoy it. LSU fans, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. I, you may never see a season like that again. They won't. They may not. We may not. Uh, that, that's a rare treat to have that combination of things line up. So just enjoy it for what it is and what it was. Side note, I want to thank, uh, I do want to give a special shout out to Clemson for, uh, beating UNC at March. This is a random topic jump. But a special shout-out to Clemson for beating UNC at home. That was the first time Clemson beat UNC at UNC since 1926. Oh, 
what were they like? Oh, and fifty nine or oh, something. Oh, fifty nine. Uh, unfortunately, I can't laugh with so much because then Clemson also beat Duke. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, Roy Williams looks like the struggle is real this year, brother. <laughs> oh, he, he's 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 struggling. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what, I, they're, I, they're, I they're, they're, they're barely over five hundred right now. They definitely have some injuries. Uh, it, it's it's not a pretty pretty year for them. Yeah, I don't think North <laughs> no. Carolina is making the tournament unless, unless they make a run in the ACC and actually win that tournament. They ain't making the NCAA. Oh uh, yeah, tournament. they're they're gonna have to have a significant turnaround in the back half of the of the season because uh, as it looks right now, man, they don't even deserve they deserve no consideration for that. Zero, oh. they're terrible. Zero point zero. At least. You know what? At least Clemson is doing okay somewhere. Mm-hmm. True. Although they are doing okay because football will be just fine yeah. again next year. Do you think the student the body was even? Team. Yeah. Do you think the student body was even paying attention to the basketball team? Nope. Probably not. Survey says yeah, no. no. <laughs> anyway, All right. uh, Mark, let before, me ask you this: Before Mark craps out, man, what, we got a birthday thing. Gift? We got a birthday thing, but um. Mark, real quick, any any final takeaways from LSU Clemson? Uh, no, I think we pretty well covered it. I, I just uh, super impressed by Burrow. Uh, super excited to see what his NFL career could be like. I see uh, a whole lot of great potential, and uh, yeah, Cle- Clemson will be back just fine. And uh, and I'll be interested to see uh, you know how uh, recruiting goes for for LSU. I, I think uh, Orgeron's a hard guy not to, not to be a big fan of. So. Nah, he he's super likable, man. Yeah. What the heck is my mouse doing? Come over here. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. I got to get to the right spot. I got I got to get to the right spot. I'm getting ready to set up this birthday present deal, man. <laughs> All right, cuz we got to we have, look, we have to celebrate. We have to celebrate the Twitter Terminator and we have to celebrate old Dstat. So, Shannon and Mark, I know y'all are on different ends of the spectrum. You know, Shannon, you're you're getting you know old man grandpa status, clearing the forty hurdle. Uh, Mark over there is 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 hope is ready to you know be old enough to get his driver's license. So, <laughs> Shannon, I know sure. if, Shannon, I know if you could, I know, I get it. Actually, you know, if you could turn turn back time, I'd love to see you rock one of those bad mustaches again. <laughs> back in my teens when i had like this the the you know the uh ferret growing on the lip mm-hmm. all the hair before you started shaving you know yeah it was it was atrocious all right so look I, I, <laughs> i'm sorry cut you off real quick but uh for any i mean i'm sure a lot of our viewers have never seen this but you know you, you say that and I, i'd love to see some of those but uh, Captain, any of the pictures I've seen of like you with short hair or no hair, or, like some it's of so the weird. scariest freaking pictures I've ever seen. It's so <laughs> weird. I know, dude. It's, it's so, so weird. So weird. Well, I've had long <laughs> hair for I think the last time I had short hair was like either twenty one or twenty two. So I mean, that's probably correct. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm two decades in, so a lot of people that know me now have never seen me with anything other than long hair. Right. You know. So so it's weird, and I still have it all. You know, if I if I start losing chunks of it, I'm going short hair. I'm not going to be like scraggly, straggly, long hair, dude. Uh, but I, I'm 42. I haven't lost it, so I'm pretty sure it's not going anywhere. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, yeah, short hair pictures of me are weird, especially if I was in my one of my extra fat phases. You know what I mean? Cause my my face is round, my hair is short. I look like somebody took like a a bicycle pump and shot a little bit of extra air in me. <laughs> you know, it, just, it just it just looks weird. Get that? 
yeah, it, it's 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 all good, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Anywho, woo, and or clean shaven, like and or yeah, yeah, clean shaven's weird, and then short hair and clean shaven's really <laughs> God, weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I understand. It, it, it's you know you get used to how people look and and you know their deal. So, True. anywho, anywho. All right, so we're gonna do like an early birthday present for you guys. Okay, right. now I need to copy a URL because I'm gonna send it to you in the chat, but I gotta show you the gift first. Okay, all right, hold on. <laughs> Here we go. Let's go ahead and unwrap it. All right, so uh, Mark, I know I know you're 20, 20 years young, and uh, Shannon, you're gonna be forty years old, Grandpa. So I got I found this on Amazon. I did. I still have it in the package. I did check it. <laughs> I did check it real quick. So a very early, very early birthday present to both of you. Okay, next time we have a group outing, we can put this to good use. But this is a cereal called Poop Like a Champion. (laughs) (laughs) I found it on Amazon, and I want to... (laughs) What, man? Where is that made? Uh, let's see. I don't know. Soluble fiber from foods like fiber USA. Yeah, it's a look. No, it's a product of the USA, man. I wouldn't get you like some like rando third world country fiber or some <laughs> some bad China fiber. You never know what's in that. This is <laughs> this is <laughs> make your bowel movements great again, man. This is all American. This is all American poop right here. Okay, it's, it's this, the <laughs> ultimate colon cleansing formula. This is this is like real world colon blow. Okay, oh, God, that's amazing. <laughs> Shannon, it's dedicated. <laughs> wow. Poop like a champion. By the way, Justin, you you need to show Chloe this video. <laughs> no. <laughs> Although she so that she understands that she needs to go on the potty and not just hold it in. She needs to let it go. Dear Chloe, I don't I don't have Susan Boyle queued up, but if I did, oh, I'd be playing I Dreamed the Dream right now that you ate some poop like a champion and you were able to let it go. Dude, I found it. I found it when I was looking for that baby shark cereal, and I, I, right. just, I just died laughing. And I was like, I have to buy it. I have to buy it. That's that's I, amazing. I have to get it. <laughs> I have to get it. Thanks for quite the interesting conversation piece mm-hmm. in the yeah. fight. Hey, can you pass me the box of poop like a champion? Yeah. <laughs> and and the review, the the reviews aren't quite. There was a set of gummies that probably had the best Amazon reviews ever in the history of man, but the reviews for this cereal are pretty great. Um, and I'm going to warn you, Shannon, cause uh, this is a real thing. This is not like some fake, this is not some fake cereal. This is a real cereal. Right, right. It's a real deal. This is not <clears throat> SNL cold and blow. This is like poop like a champion. Okay. <laughs> they sent me a follow-up email thanking me for the order. <laughs> and, and, so they warn, they, they warn you not to eat like a whole bowl. They said, don't eat it like regular cereal. <laughs> don't, don't have a whole bowl. You sprinkle it in, you have a little fruit, something like that. So, uh, but some of the reviews are great. Like, uh, here's one. Uh, you know, I'm on a low carb diet. I thought this would be a great cereal to try. I tried a bowl, a half cup with almond milk. Tasted okay. Nothing spectacular. 
more water, nothing, nothing, nothing. So I, I had another half a bowl, then I had another <laughs> half cup, then I for dinner. Oh uh -oh. And, 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 and I love this part of the review. And then the cramp started. <laughs> I was up all night with stomach cramps and gas. Oh I had false alarms. <laughs> I was afraid to fall asleep. <laughs> sure. What started as a normal Saturday <laughs> yeah. turned into a nightmare. The cramps were gone the next morning. I had a normal low-carb breakfast, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. Then we went shopping. We made a quick run to Walmart, and as soon as I stepped in it, oh, as, soon, as soon as I stepped into Walmart, <laughs> it hit me. I had to go, like, right then. <laughs> Luckily, the restrooms were by the front entrance. I'd like to take a moment to express my deepest condolences to anyone that was in the other stalls in the restroom. It wasn't pretty. And I couldn't stop going. I remember thinking, so this is how I'm going to die in a Walmart restroom? When I finally returned to the store, my husband looked concerned. I can't believe a woman wrote that, by the way. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. plot, plot, plot twist. Yeah, plot twist. I had two less traumatic movements later in the day, but I stayed close to home. I was not going to risk another emergency. After after another crazy bowel movement this morning, I'm beginning to wonder if I've done permanent damage to my digestive system. <laughs> Bottom line, it works. You just need to wait for it. Don't eat more than recommended. You'll regret it. <laughs> my, second, my second favorite review is short and sweet. It should be called Take a Dump Like an Elephant. <laughs> <laughs> works as advertised. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so happy birthday! Uh, yes. Happy birthday it's, to you two. Poop uh, like a champion. Thank you. Well, well done, sir. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it reminds me of uh, you know, like naive like college students who don't understand. Like, hey, when you go to a party and drink liquor, just because you've taken a couple shots and they go down in your stomach immediately. You gotta wait a moment. Yes. <laughs> Give it a few minutes before you take more shots. Yes. Right. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Our ourselves uh, like twenty years ago would laugh at us at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, uh, see, I don't mind doing I don't mind doing liquor and shots at my house, but uh, I was never a, a real big uh, shot taker out and about with people. Um, and sometimes, sometimes my friends, you know, circle of friends would get frustrated. But I'm like, look, dude, I'm not just gonna knock back five shots because I don't know how that's gonna hit me. I don't know how and when. So I will do mixed drinks. Like, there's no tomorrow. Like, I don't care, man. I'll do mixed drinks all, all night. Uh, but I'll, I'll if I'm out with people, I'll, I might do a shot. You might get me to do two shots, depending on how long we're out somewhere. But I'm not going to knock back rails with somebody. You know what right. I mean? Because you, you don't know when it's going to hit you. And if it hits you and you're out and you get real effed up, Dude, it's a bad spot to be in, man. No, thank oh, you. For sure. Mm -mm. No, my, my man, I had a, I won't call her out by name, but I had a friend in college who I was basically like her, her big brother, but she would drive me insane because I felt like, especially freshman year, just about every weekend, every other weekend, I, I felt like I was going to, to save her from being somewhere because uh -huh. of that exact thing. She'd go to a party and she'd just knock back so many shots right at the beginning of the party and then she'd be that, you know, drunk passed out person it's like no like you've got to learn sooner or later like th this happens this keeps happening like n have a clue of your tolerance and know that just because you don't feel it immediately doesn't mean you can keep on drinking it yeah. jesus christ but anyway you gotta slow your old man you get you gotta learn 
Yes. Yeah, evolve. You, you got to evolve. Did, didn't Alanis Morissette sing a song about that? <laughs> I think now, she did. I told you before, I didn't have that in the library. <laughs> I have to Damn re- it. I have to re-rip the Alanis Morissette CDs. Okay? I told you that the other week, MacGuffin. Blame Canada. Well, maybe she did a remake called You, you Ought to Poop. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you, said you, that's actually a fantastic idea. <laughs> oh, my God. I like that. I like that. That, that is fantastic. Yeah. Someone... <clears throat> so, someone do that song. Please. I'll give it. I give the idea away for free. Somebody take it on. Look at that. <clears throat> I like that. Ryan Reynolds, we're looking at you. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, I guess any other kind of tie-up thoughts with uh, LSU and Clemson? I mean, it is what it is I, for me. And, and, I, and I damn near called it in terms of you how did. much yeah. you did. LSU won by. I said yeah. by twenty, and they got by seventeen. So. Very true. Yeah. yeah, they 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 stifled Lawrence more than I thought they would. Uh, the defense, I mean, I thought they were good, but I thought Lawrence was far along enough that he would keep it close. But he <sighs> developmentally wise, uh, he isn't at that point. So yeah, that, that, uh, game, <clears throat> there that game was, one was point a point in the game lesson, yeah. that he looked like he checked out. So he he saw, didn't handle he, it. He was just sitting there, and the coach is just like, yo, dude, get back in the game. Get your head in the game. We're still in this. And he's just like, I'm not having any of it. I'm done. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I took, you know, I, I also made a, a, a nice uh, nice chunk of profit on the LSU minus seven and a half. I could call it in the podcast. I think I called double digits. I didn't quite call 20. Uh, that was that was a good good bold pick by, by, by Giggity Butts. But um, I definitely saw LSU winning by 10 plus. I hope anybody watched it still found it. A highly entertaining game. I mean, it was fantastic football. It was definitely we talk about high high level football. It, it absolutely was. Clemson obviously was no slouch, and we knew they wouldn't be. Uh, right. But I do think it's right that that it's it's just second half after that first scoring drive by Clemson. They just they weren't the same the rest of the way. No. We I, we should highlight obviously, uh, and and I didn't uh, this, this I had no part in this 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 play. Uh, I wanted to see. I, I'm sure. SVP had to highlight on bad bad beats, but the uh, the, the over under situation where um, <laughs> some some the the line started at sixty six and a half, so there were some overbackers who I'm sure guided to that. But uh, by game time, the line most places was either sixty seven or sixty seven and a half. Uh, so uh, overbackers who uh, guided at sixty seven and a half or, or higher um, as horrible. The fact that you know by uh, you know halftime. What was the halftime score? I, I should know the 24, 24, 21 or 20, no, 20, 24, right? No, not that high. Let, let me, un- I was delete, I was deleting parts of my notes that we had already co- uh, covered. So I, <laughs> I deleted the, the halftime score. Sorry, man. I, I, I had it in front of me. Um, 28, uh, to 28, 17. So 40, 45 points at halftime. So clearly, you know, and, and route to the over, and then, yeah, sure enough, uh, twenty-eight seventeen, know, yeah, yeah. But uh, sure enough, you know, slow down pace. Uh, LSU pretty well controlling it, and you know, not really needing to do too much. Uh, come fourth quarter, you know, there there were still fifteen points scored in the you know, third quarter. So now you're at you know you're at sixty going into the fourth quarter. So all you need is eight points, and of course, 
Yeah, LSU gets the one touchdown early uh, in the fourth, and then they don't need to do anything. And, um, and I'm sure I didn't even read, but I'm sure some some uh, you know, jackass degenerates were furious about the ending because LSU absolutely could have punched it in and could have scored, but they didn't need to. And and I, I applaud any co- smart coach like Orgeron who's not trying to show up Dabo, he's not trying to show up Clemson. He doesn't need to. He takes his knees. He he, he closes it out. And uh, I, I feel I feel for our backers because that's uh, a very bad beat. Not 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 at all one of the worst I've ever seen. But but no. but pretty bad. Pretty bad. I I, uh, I guess we. I think most of us thought that there would be some garbagey Clemson score somewhere along the way. Exactly. You you that, would have thought that you know, LSU's defense would be you know kind of lax and but but the problem was Clemson really didn't have any need for a field goal, so it was pretty much touchdown or bust mm-hmm. for the last couple of drives. And, and LSU, you know, while certainly for the duration of the game was mostly, you know, on Burrow and the passing game shoulders, you know, they, they had enough competency in the running game to, to run a good amount of clock their last yeah. couple of drives. So, but very, very bad beat. Um, but, uh, but hell of an entertaining game. Again, I, I, I hope most people saw it that way, even if they were rooting for Clemson. And, uh, again, rest assured that this Clemson, Clemson team will be back uh, plenty strong next year. And, and, yes. and like like McGuffin said, absolutely should be the preseason favorites to be number one. It's a reasonable expectation. I'd be shocked if they weren't. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I, people were having fun with the idea of Lawrence leaving, but where is he going to go, the XFL? I mean, right. Uh, not yet. No, you don't do that. You, you take the insurance policy, you play next year, and then – you know, you go get drafted one, two, or three, or whatever it's going to be. Exactly. Probably one. Unless something really strange happens with that guy. You know, Burrow's... Go- I absolutely 100% expect Burrow to go number one this year. Oh, yeah. And, and I think most people look at next year as Trevor... You know, Lawrence's year. Yeah. Uh, he'll come out, and he'll be, the, he'll be the one. Yeah. So, anything else would really surprise me. Anywho... <clears throat> What was that? That would be a snore, snore daddy in a Avenue McGuffin. Avenue McGuffin. <laughs> hey man, someone have the ten count going. Bert, birthday boy got too excited. I don't know. Oh my god, he is. He's passed out. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> McGuffin. <laughs> Great ass. <laughs> Yeah, Tell I me how my ass is. Yeah, he's definitely done. He's done, dude. In my opinion, that sucked. <laughs> hey, McGuffin. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Damn, he's done, son. I'd say that uh, that 10-point beer or whatever it was got to him. Yeah, uh-huh. man. Got to him. Uh, Mark, this is for you. But uh, by the way, did you like uh, two things? Did you like John Morant talking trash to James Harden? And did yes. you did you have fun with Kyrie Irving saying that the Nets need, you know, a couple more pieces and throwing some of his teammates under the bus? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cold. Kyrie, man. Is that guy happy anywhere he ever is? I don't know. Doesn't seem like it. Um, all right. Well, we really only have one thing left to discuss. Shannon is uh, passed out in his chair. The only thing we didn't really get to, uh, we touched on it briefly in, you know, like random like snippets, but we didn't really get to, uh, you know, the Chiefs and the Texans, although we've alluded to it. So I guess we need to knock that part out and wrap up and get the hell out of here. <laughs> Mark, can you hold on for a couple minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. All right, cool, 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 cool. Uh, I will say out of the gate, man. Um, I've you know I've seen a lot of crazy stuff happen. We all have with, when it comes to sports, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, soccer, the Olympics. But you start throwing all kinds of stuff out of there. We've seen some wild things. That was one of the most ridiculous games of any sport I've ever seen in my life. That felt like a video game being played out in real time in front of your face. That game was bananas. That game was that game was absolutely bananas. I'm glad the Texans showed up strong out of the gate. <laughs> they did. They did. Watson hits Kenny Stills for a 54-yard touchdown. Roasted the D. They suckered him with a screen to Will Fuller. And, you know, the Chiefs were a mess early, man. Kelsey was dropping balls. They they just, I don't know. I don't know if it was adrenaline, if it was excitement, if it was rust, if it, whatever the hell it was, man. Uh, Chiefs just, you know, they weren't they just weren't firing on all cylinders. And the Texans took advantage of it. But, man, when the game turned, holy hell, that game turned. Yeah. I, I have never, in all my years watching football, I don't think I have ever seen a game with that. Number one, some of the crazy plays that they had. I mean, the Texans blocked the punt. The ball bounces right to Lonnie Johnson. He scoops it up and runs it in for the touchdown. It's 14 to nothing in less than five minutes. And then Tyreek Hill muffs a punt. Texans recover inside the 10. Watson hits Fells for a touchdown. It's 21 to nothing with the quickness. You got the freaking Casey Wolf, the Chiefs mascot, banging his head on the doors, right? The second quarter is where things start to change. It's a tough spot for the Texans. Duke Johnson gets marked short on the third on a third down. It's a fourth and short. And I, I do think Bill O'Brien deserves a criticism for not challenging that spot. He said, and he talked about how they didn't have a good fourth down play. Challenge the spot, bro. Maybe you win. And if you don't, if you're going to burn a timeout anyway... If you're going to burn a timeout anyway, that would have been a smart spot to take a challenge. They end up kicking a few. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it would have been. Oh, Shannon's alive. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, how do you not have a fourth down play ready to go, though? It's a playoff. I mean, shouldn't he? Look, dude. you got to have a play ready to go. Let me tell you what. Quarterback the, sneak. Boom. Done. The Texans converted 92.5% of their rushes with one yard to go for the first down. That was the best in the NFL. How do they not have a play ready to go for that? Yeah. How? How? But at least uh -oh. challenge a spot, uh -oh. bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shannon's <laughs> awake now. Shannon just needed a little power nap for a second. It's all good, brother. Sorry about that, I guess. No, nah, man. You don't have to apologize, bro. Inconceivable. I understand. <laughs> I understand, bro. I understand, man. You, you, you know, you're just clearing out, getting ready for uh, you know, poop like a champion. It's okay. <laughs> Train crash. <laughs> Let me flip back to this. Oh, you can't give me the sound bite? Which sound bite you want? How? You want that? Yeah. All right, I'll give it to you. Hold you on. broke out how, man. We got to do All it. All right, bro, bro. What? You, you slept through the first time I played this. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Need you to kick me and to wake me up, you know. Yeah, we got you. Right, we... Stuff's are a little bit more than just that, but you'll just have to listen to it and find out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it's okay, man. It's late. I mean, it, it's late. We know. We know. This, this is how the stuff goes. Uh, let me flip back to this thing. Look, I mean, that that was a tough situation, but 
And I know it's hindsight. I know it's 2020. I know it's revisionist. But how do you, like, realistically, how do you not have a play ready to go for that? And if you don't and you're going to burn a timeout, why didn't you just challenge it? Maybe you win the challenge on the spot. Maybe not. But even if you don't, you're set up to go ahead and get the fourth down call you want. Right. You know, they should have had a play ready for that fourth and short instead of looking like suckers. But that, dude, things turn. All of a sudden, Miko Hardman's popping off a 58-yard return. You know, the Chiefs are, are finishing off a drive with a touchdown pass to Damian Williams. The Texans, I don't know what the hell they were thinking here. At fourth and four, they, they do a fake punt. And give the cheat. They get stopped. Of well, course, the, the Chiefs stopped made him. Well, a hell of a Yes, tackle. he did. Yes, he did. So that was a great play by him. But there, dude, that's you're giving the Chiefs a short field if you don't convert. Yeah, yeah you you can't Stupid. give Mahomes. You can't take the chance on giving Mahomes a short field. Dude. Like unless you're a hundred percent sure you're getting that first down. And don't get me wrong, like you got the play you wanted, but Justin Reed, dude, you you got to make a man miss. That was you have to make a man miss or I, run over his ass for that first down. I'm okay with aggressive. I'm okay with assertive. I'm less okay with stupid. And the way that that earlier fourth down was managed, coupled with how this fourth down was managed, mm-hmm. you look at Bill O'Brien and be like, "What is wrong with you, dude? What is wrong with you? What the hell? What is it that he said in the fifth element? Do you?" Or maybe maybe it was Friday. I don't whatever the hell movie it was. Do, do you, you understand the words coming out of my mouth? I mean, what was? Oh, that, that was uh, Rush Hour. Rush Hour, yeah. Rush Hour. What, there you go. Whatever, man. <laughs> Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Chris yes. Tucker. I'm just thinking of Chris Tucker. I'm just going to name all the Chris Tucker from, movies. One of them will be right. One extreme to being from being too conservative to one extreme to being overly aggressive. It, be just, aggressive, it, but don't be dumb. Be aggressive, but don't be stupid. Bill O'Brien was stupid, and he deserves the criticism. I know it's revisionist. I know it's hindsight because they didn't win the game. I get it, and it blew up in their face. That team was up 24-2 donut, and they blew that. Come on, man. Come on. That's why I was like, with that that fourth and inches, Deshaun Watson – Quarterback sneak, boom, probably gets it. And you at least have a shot of getting more than a field goal. The whole point right now is you know you're playing against the Chiefs. You know you're playing against an extremely explosive offense. You need to take those opportunities when you get them to make sure that you take off as much time off the clock as humanly possible. Don't give those assholes momentum. Why are you giving that team momentum? Why are you giving that team a short field? Terrible decision. But, Randy, you're right. You know, Chiefs are one of those teams, you know, like Breeze, like Rodgers. If you give them too much time, it it doesn't matter. He's They're going to score. You're playing with football fire, man. Playing with football fire. And it's crazy to think, again, that, you know, the front end of that game was bananas. Front end of that game was nuts. Tyreek Hill muffing that punt. But the Texans repay the favor, man. DeAndre Carter costed the ball on a kick return. I mean, like that thing was damn destiny. That ball bounced right to Darwin Thompson. Mm-hmm. Right to the dude. Chiefs get great field position again. And Mahomes hit, hits Kelsey on third and goal for the touchdown. That dude, Mahomes had three touchdowns in three minutes and 23 seconds. That is the shortest span between three touchdown passes 
in NFL playoff history. History. Crazy. Look, dude. First half records. Not the whole game. Just the first half. Kansas City is the first team in NFL history to hold a halftime lead after trailing by 24 or more points. In the regular season or the postseason. 52 combined first half points. Most in NFL playoff history. Mahomes had four touchdown passes. Tied for the most in a quarter in NFL playoff history. Doug Williams is the other person that did that. In the Super Bowl versus the Broncos, the Redskins beat that ass. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to hold on to that memory. Because the Redskins suck these days. So I'll, I'll totally take some old vintage, you know, three-quarter <clears throat> speed NFL film slow-mo reel. Doug Williams going on over there. Kelsey, three touchdowns in a, in a three receiving touchdowns in a quarter, most in a quarter in, in playoff history. I mean, just ridiculous, ridiculous. Second half, Kelsey's running over people. Sammy Watkins is blowing up for big games. Mahomes is scrambling on third and goal. They're just all over the place. Effective, bringing the heat, bringing the big guns. Texans are on their heels. Throw whatever cliches you want to out out there. Texans were getting their ass whooped at this point and the Chiefs just kept on rolling they smelled blood in the water and they just went for it yeah and and, and even when it looked like the uh you know maybe the Texans would hold like that you know Mahomes scrambling on third and goal in the third quarter he ended up throwing it out of the end zone so it looks like the Texans are going to hold him but they get flagged for hold him they get flagged for holding so they did hold them just not the way they needed to. <laughs> Sets the Chiefs up with a first and goal from the five. Damian Williams gets his third touchdown of the day, 41-24. to That was their sixth consecutive touchdown drive. In the fourth quarter, the Texans closed at the 41-31. The Chiefs responded with their seventh straight touchdown drive. And perhaps one of my favorite playoff moments was Eric Fisher celebrating, grabbing some beers out of the stands, smashing those bad boys <laughs> together. Those things are erupting. That was brilliant. Look. The Chiefs spotted the Texans a 24-point lead and then scored the next 41 freaking points. That's insane. Yeah, they started out rough, man. Dropping balls, not finishing plays. Oh. Yeah. Shannon, you're right. Chiefs out there all dropping balls, buddy. Al Roker knows how this goes. You said balls. That's right. That's right. They let it go, man. And typically teams hit the panic button. Chiefs kept it together. They embraced the suck. And they rallied up. Eric freaking the enemy, dude. Yep. yep. You know, that fake punt blew up in their face. It really yeah. did. And I know it's hindsight, but that's a bad decision. And Bill O'Brien <laughs> can talk about how they needed 50, but guess what? 50 wasn't going to get it done. Nope. 50 wasn't now, gonna... can you imagine if Houston had the Titans mentality going into this game that the Titans had against the Ravens? Just yeah. straight up go for it. Keep the pressure on. Get that foot on the throat. Keep on stepping on it. Don't let up. And the thing is, is they just, they, they, whatever momentum they had, they just, they couldn't find a way of getting no. it back. And they, they squandered it. the opportunities they had. I mean, the Titans were able to break free and the Texans could not. Dude, Shannon is trying so hard. I'm trying, man. I'm Shannon trying. Shannon is trying so hard. Oh, I actually don't have that queued up. Here you go. I'll fix that. 
Oh, while I was pulling it up, I, I was just gonna say my, my frustration because I, I, yeah, I, I clean clean swept on a uh, San Fran and t- Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, clean clean swept on Tennessee and San Fran on Saturday, and then yep. ate it ate it on a uh, Houston plus ten and a half and the uh, Seattle plus four and a half on Sunday. Can't Way get them goes. all right, brother. Can't get them all right. Of, of course not. And Houston was Houston was absolutely hard overhead. I mean, I I really I like Kansas City. I mean, I, I like I think most anybody who can appreciate you know uh, football appreciates how much fun Mahomes is to watch. So I'm not anti Kansas City at all. But I just really like Watson. Really like you know Hopkins. We talked about it. Who, who doesn't like you know JJ Watt? But yeah, there's just. You cannot. You're not going to get away with uh, against a team as good as Kansas City. Nope. You know, getting that. I mean, they were just gifted so much. You know, in the first quarter, you have to. I mean, how can you not? Fit, I mean, I, I, and I, I got caught up. I was like, oh man. I mean, again, not, and nobody, nobody should have thought that even at twenty-four nothing that like the game was somehow wrapped up. Not what so freaking ever. Sure. But that's kind of the point. I mean, you you realize that all right, this is a phenomenal start. I mean, if anybody thought that Houston was going to start the game up twenty four nothing, good on you. I think no. you're full of shit. Um, <laughs> Dude, so, I mean, my jaw dropped. They dreamed. Oh, the it, was, it, it really was one of the craziest games I've watched in a long ass time, if not the craziest. But uh, but yeah, I mean, you just you you can't let up, and no. and it's just like they 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 were like, all right, cool. Well, we got we got caught these breaks. Now we're gonna coast. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't know. It's it's just it's really frustrating. Um, I don't know. It, what, I mean, what but, was but, the no, I, first quarter champions? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, I mean, they can and, raise and they, student, I mean, they can raise a banner for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they, they they earned it. Yeah. Um, so, well, uh, undefeated here's, here's first quarter. The moment they should they realize the moment they realize they lost the momentum, O'Brien should have been like, "Look, time out. Let's get these guys on the sideline. Let's regroup. Let's mm-hmm. get everybody's head back in the game." Mm-hmm. And it just never happened. They just yep. never took that time to just reset and get that get back to what they were trying to do in the first place. And yeah, that's when we and we saw something that we've never seen ever in playoff history no. happen. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I'll, I'll say from a degenerate you know, standpoint, I'm thinking with with again with plus ten and a half. I mean, against mo- most teams, you got 24 points in the first quarter. You think, all right. I mean, given a bad scenario, say they get like 10 to 13 points the rest of the game, get to like 37 or something like that, you're pretty safe to think that you know the other team's not going to score more than 47, and you'll at least get I, I, I sprinkle some on the, right? the money money line for them to win as well. But yeah, 24 first quarter boards, you're like, all right. I mean, this game again. I'm not remotely thinking that the game is over. I still know that Kansas City absolutely could win, but this bet should be pretty safe. Sure. I mean, but of course, of course not, because freaking Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Mahomes and Kelsey, dude. Yeah, Damian I mean, Williams. just just insane. Davis. I mean, just what, what again? What's, what's the number? that three three touchdowns in how, how much time? Three minutes and twenty three seconds. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's just it's just, again we, we we say it all the time with 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 teams like that video game stuff. I mean, just that's what that was, dude. That's what that was. Literally, that's yeah. what that was. You, 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 because because you know you've got to find a way to put pressure on the homes while not you know letting Kel- the Kelseys and the Hills 
and and I think it's uh, we talked about it before. It's so easy to forget that they've got somebody like Watkins, who is a you know phenomenal yes. receiver who who has so found a great spot there, and they've got you know these. You know, unknown guys like like Hardeman, and and so they've just got so many weapons that obviously you can't put all of the emphasis on putting pressure on Mahomes, because then if you get you know too too soft, you know it's not like Mahomes can't you know get get the ball out quickly. But I just but but to me they they they, they weren't trying to put nearly enough pressure on Mahomes, and and that that was biting them a lot. Yeah, I don't know if that's complacency, bad decision making, poor execution, whatever it was. They just they couldn't seal the deal. They got gifted yeah. scenarios and situations where they got points. They started strong. They got turnover breaks. They got a lot. They got a lot done with how they executed early in the game, and then they got some breaks and they got up big. And it's amazing to me that poor decision making, poor game situational game management, uh, and it blew up in their faces. And what what the Chiefs did was incredible. Yeah. Was I mean? It's just I. I don't know that. I mean, what? It's one of those things I mean, you look at that and you Chiefs. go, you go, geez, what? What could the Texans have done? Well, they needed to do more than they did. Clearly, Bill O'Brien said yeah. they needed fifty. They needed more than that. But what they needed was certainly not what the hell they did. Yeah, and, look, and, and the and Chiefs he, were able to shake it off. Hell, they were able to get hell, past it. Hell yes. Hell yes. Yeah. Hell yes. I go. love the this. eye roll, Randy. <laughs> 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 Woo. All right. Sorry about that. Brief interruption there. <laughs> you all right there, McGuffin? I'm good. I'm, okay. re- I'm ready for bed. Yeah, no, I hear you. I think we all are. I think we all are. <laughs> As are the Texans. They'll get plenty of sleep this offseason. But look, man, the Chiefs, uh, the first time in playoff history uh, that a team won by 20-plus after trailing by 20-plus. Look, Mm. we talked about, you know, last week when we recorded, it was like, well, you know, if there's any game that could be a blowout, it's this one. And that was like that was like a first quarter blowout by the by the Texans. And then it was a rest of game blowout by the by the Chiefs. That's insane. That is nuts. Fifty-one to seven scoring bidge after a twenty-four point hole. The Texans are the fifth team to lose a playoff game with a twenty-four point lead. That's amazing. Amazing. Amazing and awful. But if you're well, tell- Houston, obviously is one of them, and Kansas City has been on the other end of yes, that one. They have versus the Colts. You would remember that. Yep, yep. I do remember that one. Yep. Um, As are the Falcons. Yes, the Todd, Falcons. Todd, when you get the chance to see the Falcons and the Patriots Super Bowl, enjoy that for what it is. Okay? Just saying. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, by the way, the first player in NFL playoff history with 300-plus passing yards, five touchdowns, and 50 rushing yards. He did a great job. And he, he picked up some yardage with his legs when he needed to. He had some, you know, ridiculously clutch Mahomes throws. And I, I just, I, you know, if you're the Texans defense, you have to be embarrassed. If you're a Texans fan, you probably wanted to go vomit in your bathroom for the next month. That's a brutal loss. I'm not sure. You know, I I don't love what Bill O'Brien has done down there. And I'm starting to look at the Texans as a team that, barring something really changing really soon, you have to wonder if they're wasting this period of, of Deshaun Watson's career with Bill O'Brien. I, you know, I'm thinking the same thing. I'll, yeah. They got to take a 
real hard look at whether they need to get a real GM and a new head coach in there. Hey, look, look, Bill O'Brien, it, it feels like Marty Schottenheimer. He's gotten them so far. They've done some good things. Can't get over the hump. But Can't get over the hump. Do they need to find someone that will get them over the hump? And, you know, he's the GM and coach. and Which is dangerous. It's dangerous. He's done some good things. They've got sure. good personnel. But I, I, I really think they need someone to, to just get them over that hump. Yeah. So, look, man, um, most unanswered points after trailing in NFL playoff history. Y'all want to wager? We know one of them. We know we know this game. Okay? The Chiefs mm-hmm. scored 41 unanswered points. Three other games. We're going to go with the top four. The most unanswered points. It's not the Super Bowl. It's just NFL playoff history. All right. Okay? Buffalo versus Tennessee. Not in here. Most un- oh, really? not not biggest comeback, most unanswered points after trailing. I thought that they had most a ton of unanswered points. Yes, mo- so this is different. If you're thinking of biggest comeback, that one would certainly be in there. These are the most unanswered points after trailing in NFL playoff history. So it's a qualifier. Uh, Colts versus the Chiefs. Nope. Wow. Nope. I'll give you a hint on one. Chicago. This is eighties. Eighty-five Bears. The Bears scored 44 straight points against New England. 44 on answer. Uh, in the Super Bowl. Ooh. Uh-huh, in the Super Bowl. Okay. All right. Again, uh, this uh, is... Washington this... Redskins against the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Correct, sir. 42. Uh, yeah. Super Bowl versus Denver. Again, this is unanswered points. It's not... You know, they, these are going to factor into comebacks, but they're not the biggest comebacks. This is the most unanswered points. San Fran versus Denver in the nope. Super Bowl? We know that Chiefs-Texans no. is one of them. That's 41. The next closest is 38, and it's against Minnesota. Recent. Oh, Denver? Nope. Philadelphia. Oh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, where they demolished them yep. in that uh, NFC Championship. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Jesus, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah well... I think Saints fans would like to. Or, excuse me, uh, Vikings fans would like to. Saints fans want to forget about the past couple of years. Who am I kidding? <laughs> anyway, all right, all right. I think we've beaten most of these things into oblivion. Yeah, yeah Bill O'Brien, man, I, I, I don't know, dude. I just don't know if he's going to get them over the hump, and I'm just worried that they're going to waste the early part of Deshaun Watson's career when they don't have to pay him a ton of money because they're going to have to pay the piper. It's coming. Yeah, it's um, coming. And it's just it's just it's a shame. I know Deshaun Watson's taking the high road and is being supportive of Bill O'Brien, but that was an embarrassment. Yeah, I mean to to have that kind of a lead and to squander it, <clears throat> that's poor in game management. I mean it, it's yeah. a hell of a job by the Chiefs. It's an it's an all time job by the Chiefs. It's a historic job by the, the job by the Chiefs. But that takes you know, you don't get one without the other. You got a lot of hail on one side and a lot of fail on the other. And the Texans had more than their fair share of fail. Maybe they could have bought, maybe Houston should have, maybe, you know, maybe the Texans needed to talk to, you know, the Astros and get some, like, <laughs> sign stealing stuff going on. They did some cameras. They needed to borrow the, you know, Altuve buzzer, you know, that kind of stuff. They needed those things. Because that was a train wreck. That was a train wreck. I'm glad I'm not a Texans fan. I suffer as a Redskins fan, but I'm damn well glad I'm not a Texans fan. 
All the BS that team has to go through. Jesus. What a mess. Anyway. All right. For all of you guys, takeaway thoughts, wrap-up thoughts on Chiefs and Texans. And then we just need to wrap up and go. Nothing we haven't said already, man. I mean, that was a heck of a comeback. Uh, they never, the Chiefs never lost faith. They never wavered. Uh, they regrouped. No panic. And uh, they did the damn thing. Seven you know straight what? touchdowns. I bet this poop like a champion cereal came from Houston because they sure as hell know how to shit the bed. That would be correct. <laughs> Very nice. You know what I like you, that. Did you like that? Was that good? I like that. Good. That, that was fantastic. Yeah. Happy I could help you. <laughs> well, they didn't. They they didn't poop like champions. <laughs> no, but they shit the bed. They did. Yeah. <laughs> I think what we really saw here was we saw just how strong Kansas City's offense can be, but also how weak Houston's defense can be. Yeah. And that in terms of the AFC Championship game, it's it's going to be. I'm hoping it's different because I, I want to see a strong competitive game. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, if Kansas City gets into that same type of group, I Titans just don't stand a chance. Mm. Well, I, I think if Brian it's the Abel same type will... of groove. Well, they're, yeah. they're going to be hard pressed to I think keep if up you with have them, a heavy but... dose of yeah. Derrick Henry slowing things down and as long as they score points on those long 12, 13 play drives where he runs half in you know, half the time or more, then I can see it being definitely leaning towards the Titans favor because yeah. they're going to wear out that defense. They're going to be pounding the rock and it's eventually, you know, Henry will break one like he did. One, one would expect so. I, you know, as long as the Titans can keep it close, I think they've got a good shot. Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say, I mean, Giggity, I think you, you kind of were making this point earlier. It's it's a very valid one that uh, you put the Titans in the Texans' shoes, and, I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to think that Kansas City yeah. would have as ugly a quarter again. But if they do, if they gift Titans anything remotely close to what the Texans mm-hmm. were given, we're talking about a whole different ballgame because that, that yep. Titans team is just not designed to, you know, flutter and, and you know, slink away like, like butterflies. They will they will keep the pressure on. They will keep the foot on the throats. And uh, Kansas City, while I'm not pretending that the Titans are going to shut out the, the Chiefs, if they're gifted a start like that, Kansas City is going to be in some trouble. Real quickly, did we yep. do RIP uh, – Cups too, by chance Not, for Rocky Johnson and for the uh, no. guy from Rush. We, look, yeah. we do, do do a quick salute clock and an RIP if you want, man. It's all good. To yeah, be. All right, let's yeah. do it. All right, I have a little bit of beer left. I think I finished my mixed drink. I'm, I'm gonna make sure though. <laughs> so, all right, here we go. All right, so we I think we've all called our shots for what's happening, right? We've covered the playoffs. Yes. I, yes. Are, we, are we missing anything? No. Okay. No. So let, let's wrap up. We'll we'll deal with some more of the MLB stuff next week. I think we'll just follow up with that. Hey, um, crowball next week. Yeah, crowball next week. We'll talk oh. about baseball shit later. <laughs> Pro <laughs> Bowl. I can't wait for uh, to watch all those Ravens playing in the Pro Bowl, dude. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I know. I I tease. I I just I I got a lot of Ravens fans around me that you know, and and then some that are just ex Redskin fan like converts. So I get. I'm, I'm living. I'm living in Maryland now. So yeah. I, I uh, trust me. I'm I'm surrounded by it. But uh, it was kind of glorious. Yeah, I shouldn't take. You know, I mean, doing this podcast, it's like uh, you know, I try not to. I try not to get rooted in fandom every once in a while, but I I still occasionally like the fan of me is just like yay or ha ha you know what i mean i just i just get it just yeah, certain things just it. crack me up and yeah. uh you know sometimes you just need the satisfaction of those moments and I, I i'm not hating on the ravens kurt warner i'm not hating on the ravens but i can still have enjoyment from their failure okay lighten up gramps jeez I think I think the point of that that they took it too lightly, and I think they just kind of thought, "Hey, we're the Ravens, we're dominating right now. We're gonna coast." And the Titans uh, are like, "Nope, no, nope. you're not. No, uh, you lost, and you're out of the playoffs. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. Go home and have fun." Ja- ja- Jackson's young; he'll, he'll, he'll bounce back strong. Uh, he'll he'll he, learn, he's a, learn, from, learn from it. Yeah, but, he, uh, he had a great year. Probably gonna be the MVP. Yeah, uh, deservedly so. I. You know, I mean, that's a bitter end and a bitter exit, but he should be a better player, a better quarterback, and a better leader because of it. That's up to him. Yes. That's up to him. Quit bitching on the sideline. ETS, dude, embrace the suck. That's what you got to do. ETS, buddy. Embrace the suck. Power through. Rally up. Um, You're capable of more than that. Go out there. Show it. Earn it. Do it. Quit, Quit bitching. Okay, salute o'clock. So I've already powered through a, uh, most of my beverages, but uh, I am enjoying a Stone Ghost Hammer IPA, mighty good, as well as a Jack Daniels and Mexico, of course. Uh, Mark, my friend, what do you have, sir? I'm enjoying a um, Dogfish Head Mixed Media. Hmm. Uh, delicious. Always love my Dogfish Head. Good shit. That's a true story. Shannon, what you got, brother? Hardywood Christmas pancakes. Ooh, nice. Good one. Yeah. Randy, what you got, bro? I have Founders Dirty Bastard. Oh. All right. Named after Whitfield. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. That, that was dirty. Uh, <laughs> Literally dirty. Literally dirty. All right. Um, I'm going to take the 49ers. I want the Packers to win, but I think the 49ers will. And I'm going to take the Chiefs. Uh, Titans are capable, but I'm I'm, I'm going to take the Chiefs either way. And uh, Mark, I, I I don't know, dude. I, I I love your post on Facebook talking about the Titans 49ers Super Bowl, but <laughs> I, I'm going to side with the Fox executives. I'm going to go for uh if I if I got my my ideal my ideal Super Bowl, it's going to be uh, Green Bay and uh, Kansas City and a whole bunch of offensive fireworks. But um, I don't have anything against uh, San Francisco. Side note, I think that this is the eighth playoff meeting between the Packers and the 49ers, which is the second most to the Cowboys and the Rams, who have met nine times in the playoffs. So there's some history there. I still haven't gotten the Terrell, still haven't fully got recovered from the uh, Terrell Owens game way back in 98 or whatever year it was. So here's to Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and that, 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 that team showing up big time. I doubt it, but I'm going to hope for it. <laughs> I'm going to hope for it. All right, gents, what you got? We done? Uh, chefs and uh, 49ers for me. Chefs and 49ers. Randy? Yeah, I'm feeling uh, 49ers and Chiefs, though. I mean, 
I wouldn't mind seeing the Titans, but I, I feel it's I feel the Chiefs are I feel the Chiefs are gonna win pretty handily, unfortunately. Hmm. Mark. I feel that uh, the the giggity is dead wrong and I think the the Titans are gonna gonna handle their business. So uh tight remember the Titans and forty nine ish. Trust right. me, I want you to be right. Hmm. Trust in the D step. Cunts. <laughs> As always. It's shit dwarf. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, look, let's get out of here. We have eclipsed three o'clock in the morning. It is uh, too late. We need to be we, we need to be done. Yes. So, yes. Uh, look, man, we'll wrap up. It, uh, gentlemen, as always, it's great to catch up, hang out, have fun. Certainly have enjoyed this. New year, new computer, new sports brew. Yeah. So, we'll get some other things ironed out. We'll get back to some of, some of our other shenanigans with sound bites and some other stuff. Once I get some of that cleaned up, that's on me. I'll get it there. Uh, it just might take me a little while to get that all set up and squared away. But as always, keywords of sports and brew. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, LiveSportsCaster.com. Hey, look, you love beer, you love sports, man. Just hang out with us, okay? Have a good time, crank it up, do some yard work, drink some beers, just chill. And on that note, special shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs for scoring so many touchdowns that they ran out of fireworks at the stadium. That's <laughs> when you know you have a good game. Uh, secondly, somewhere out, not in the United States, not in the U.S. market, okay? Not in the U.S. market. But, but I love this. Let's see. Here we go. Singapore. There you go. The Singapore Motor Show. They had the Subaru Forester. Okay. And it was called the Forester Ultimate Customized Kit Special Edition. It was the Subaru Fox. Wow. Come on, man. Forrester Ultimate Customized Kit Special Edition. Man, come on now. Somebody <laughs> did that jump to be funny, and then they actually did it. Y'all messed up. <laughs> I do like how Subaru said that car would not be coming to 2020. <laughs> or, excuse me, that car would not be coming to the United States of America. It would not be coming to American dealerships oh with that oh, name. Oh, fucks. Yeah. yeah. Or, as Randy would say, Randy. Oh. What? For fuck's sake. There you go. <laughs> there it is. R.I.P. Rocky Johnson. R.I.P. Rocky Johnson. Hell of a life. Hell of a yes. son. Yep. Yes. So, yeah. Hell of a career. Hell of a career. I'll raise a glass to you, sir. Glass to Neil Pert. Mm-hmm. Neil Pert, yep. Absolutely. Didn't know he had brain cancer. That was kind of out of nowhere. Brilliant guy. Had some wonderful lines. Uh, did a lot of writing, obviously, with Rush. Uh, obviously, an, an absolutely phenomenal, incredible, ridiculously talented drummer, percussionist, however you want to say it. That dude was insanely ridiculous. I found one uh, like rando spoof article that was like, Neil Peart set up a you know, buckets in the subway and he had like, <laughs> and I love the, the terrible Photoshop picture of, of him sitting on one bucket surrounded by like 100 buckets. <laughs> it, was, it was great, man. But hell of a life, hell of a run, uh, fascinating guy. Read about him, and you know, if, if you want to read through some stuff, read through some Rush lyrics of, of songs that he helped write. Um, he he really had a lot of really interesting thoughts, and sometimes you need you need to push your bounds of your existence and how you frame the world, how you see the world, how you interpret the world, and art, whether it's photography, whether it's a painting 
whether it's theater, whether it's drama, whether it's a play, whether it's a musical, whether it's a music CD, whatever it is, man, art and creativity, these things that are out there that help you think, to help you reflect, to help you push your balance, to help you expand your boundaries, to help you see the world, to help you interpret the world. He had a hell of a life, and he helped a lot of people reframe their idea of existence and life. And that is a gift. And as long as we're here, and as long as there's music, and as long as there's Rush, that will exist. And that was his gift. Great. Hell of a job. Hell of a drummer. Hell of a job. To a life well lived. Unfortunately cut short, but to a, a life well lived. Salute. 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 I miss I miss all the sound bites and all the songs. I just don't have everything ready. Sorry, y'all. I don't have I all this stuff. What are you gonna do? It's all right. That's I right. wanted. To, I was gonna say. Did, did you see uh, my, my favorite uh, story of the day? Uh, closing out. Uh, just the headline about the uh, deaf man who is uh, suing Pornhub for for lack of uh, closed captioning. <laughs> like I don't. I don't know what to say about that. That's that's just amazing. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, I really don't have anything for that. I know. It, it, I know. It, if he's watching Pornhub, is that is is that the sense that matters most? I wouldn't think so. Right? I, ooh, ooh, ah, ah. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, is that really going to enhance the experience that much? I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it doesn't hurt, but it, it's not like the dude knows what it sounds like anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, it, it, if we're going Beach Boys and it's good vibrations, if it's hands-on, you got good vibrations, you know. But if you're watching, like, if you're cranking up the porn on the computer, does it matter? Really? Yeah. Come well, maybe on. to him it does. I yeah. guess so. Yeah. I, I can see yeah. the captions now, breathing heavily and moaning, and he's just sitting <laughs> right. there. I mean, yeah. I, I, I just can't believe Whitfield's suing them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, how on earth is Pornhub supposed to caption this? <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's your soundbite, Justin. Ballsack, rawr! Yes! <laughs> That's a true story. Anyway. All right, all right. And just remember, you guys are all getting some cereal so you can poop like a champion. It's Woo! happening. Next time, so, if we if we so have a go look, queen, look, poop yeah. like a champion, if, if my we, friends. I'm, I'm going to tell you what. If we have a guys weekend again anytime soon, we're at a cabin or whatever, we got to bring poop like a champion. And uh, we, have to do bad, we have to do bad D-stat bets to see how much he can eat. We better okay. we better have many multitude of bathrooms. <laughs> we will, we All will, right. we will. We'll have ten pounds of bacon and three bathrooms at least. There we go. There it is. All right, gents, let's get like the hell out of here, man. Go get some rest, guys. I'll catch you on the flip side. As always, enjoy the football this weekend. Have fun. Keywords of sports and brew. Track us down. Crank us up. Pop the tops. Enjoy a beer. But from all of us to all of you, until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side. And peace out. Late. See it. Go Titans. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Good night, y'all. Yeah. All right. Good night, Peace. gentlemen. Peace out, folks. Late. Bye, guys. <laughs>